Riders, Rangers, and Rebels! Shukwin Shinobi is a legendary underground toy reviewer. is awesome rider. And Jedimon is... Jedimon. Hello, welcome to Riders, Rangers, and Rebels, epic episode 52. What? Blaster Beetleborg returns. He's back, bitches. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's back. What? what? He is ready to clean up the streets. He is going along, riding a motorcycle, just knocking people down with his big glove. He just sticks his hand out, and they're all dead. The streets. Fuck yeah. Time for the streets. Shh, that's next week. Spoiler alert. Fuck yeah, streets. In 3D. 3D streets. So... Alright. Um, That's what she said. This is our last episode of season one. Epic finale. There's going to be a cliffhanger that's never going to be resolved because <laughs> we don't care enough to resolve it. <laughs> so you can promise people will pass out. Starting next, be drama. starting next week, we'll be on epic season two. Spoiler alert. We are always epic. This is true. Season 2 will bring out some game changers. Like I'll start wearing pants to record in. <laughs> God. It's a nasty scene, folks. We probably won't get a headset for Kevin until Season 3. <laughs> More likely Season well, 4. Anyway, let's just move on to the one-ups. Kevin's okay. dying and my throat hurts and I feel like moving on. Okay. So, uh, I'll go first. Okay, thank you. I, oh. I was going to go first because I never go first. Okay. I don't think this happened last time, but I got, like, a bunch of boxes. I got my pa package from Volkoff Industries that has uh, had Galvin, who's really big and cool, and Triceracandroid, who is the Shiznit, and um, Figma Thrust, and some other things. And then I got two packages from HLJ, one with uh, Lartarartar, and the white... Buster Beetleborg. So he's like returning in two ways, in figure form and then on the show. And then I got my Metal Set 4, and I reviewed a bunch of stuff. Um, I don't think I bought anything in the outside world. I did find a couple Dark of the Moon toys early, but there's one I didn't really want, so I passed them up, and I wish I would have bought Bumblebee just so I had something new. And then someone's scratching their head. Or coloring, either <laughs> Amazing, way. actually. Uh, other than that, uh, not a whole lot's been going on, just filming and doing computer stuff and watching Chuck and getting mind-raped by friends. Seriously, friends, like, raped my mind. I can still feel it. It's very dirty. And then... Oh, that wasn't friends. That was my penis. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I guess that's a penis intro music. Random <laughs> pirates. I don't even know what's going on. I know, I know that's not Brian, because he didn't start playing in the middle of the podcast. Uh, I'm done. Just go. Okay. So, god damn it, screen, stop shutting off. Sorry. One. <laughs> two. What's happening? So. Thank God. Anyway. Um. What is up? I got my metal set from CS Toys on. Thursday. Yes. Yeah, it was. Fuck it. Uh, so I've enjoyed those for the past 
about half a week or so. So yay. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? That is honestly about it in terms of mail. My AmiAmi package is currently in, on the way. Help is on the way, dear. Help is on the way. Toys are on the way, dear. <laughs> Toys are on the way. It's a me, Mario. I buy the gun for the bad guys. Uh, currently, it still says inbound out of customs from earlier today, so I have no idea. Uh where the fuck it is, but I hope it'll get here tomorrow. It's got pretty much the same shit that's in Dawson's sense. A uh, couple things and adding things. And that stuff. goes into the and stuff category. So. Um. Hmm. And so I will start watching season two of Ben 10. Yes! Cannonball um, for the win. Today I was bored and bought a bunch of Alien Collection figures. So they're sitting here on this TV tray just getting means angry. that everyone must tell Shuki to review Ben 10 or else. Best step off my corner. Mm. It's your own corner. <laughs> I don't have a corner. I like everything you like. <laughs> so, I keep getting you into all of it. I know. <laughs> You're creating competition for yourself. <laughs> no! <laughs> I created my own enemy like the CIA and Volkov. <laughs> Uh, we love you. Uh, but yeah, that's. We love you. I think that's it. I think that's it too. My last day of school is tomorrow, so. Yay! Well, it would. It's no one cares. Then Brian graduates in first grade. Yay! <laughs> just that is funny. I can color. Uh. <laughs> well, he's been doing that all night. <laughs> That's a horrible coloring noise. That's how like someone's shushing someone rapidly. 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 Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Yep. This will be fun. Okay. So, let's see what's happened lately. Um, I got some Pokemon figures. I got a two before. I finally got a Snivy with a collar. And then it also came with Waving Pikachu and Zekrom and Muna. So I have a second Muna, but it was cheaper than buying them separate. And I got little foam balls with a Pokeball and Ultra Ball, and I was like, yeah, I have more foam balls. You know, you never have too many foam balls. And uh, then I got, um, I got my metal set today from the CS Toys, and it's all purple and dinosaur and pretty. And then I also got um, my box from Caesar Salad, and it had Triceracandroid in it. And I completely forgot I bought one of those and didn't have it yet. And I'm still waiting for my other box from them, which has Figarts and Legend Heroes. And my capsule medals have shipped from CS Plus, so those are on the way as well. And I got Lego Pirates of the Caribbean today for the Wii and the 3DS. I Shut up. I, I played the first level. It's pretty cool. It is. Um, I did the, the 3DS. Like, it, was, it was pretty epic. Um, and I got my little Jack Sparrow for pre-ordering it, and I was all happy. And um, Did I get anything else lately? I bought a bunch of stuff for a certain lady friend. Um, she made so I spent money on that. No. Um... And 
And that's all I spent money I on. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Shut up. Get the song ready. Bitch. bitch. Um. Let's see. I think that's it. I don't think I got anything else. I've been sick lately, which is kind of why I fell asleep last week. I was ill. And. But. Uh, I'm pretty sure that whatever I didn't say about my thoughts on space, these two probably said so. Because I love it that much. So. But I think that's about it. This chapter will be called Depressing One Ups. I am depressing your mother into my pants. Okay. So, should we get on with the news? The nudes. Let's get on with the nudes. It's nudes time. All right. So this Bosco Ta Jorokia is going to be nude for us today. So our first story is about Captain Marvelous's evil friend because he's related or friend of Vivian Volkov also, and she taught him to be evil for no good reason. So after Red Racer's uh, episode, this guy is going to be appearing uh, in the fifteenth episode of the show. Explanation point. So an episode called "Stop Rolling Around," you ask. <laughs> episode called The Privateer Appears A man and a monkey head towards Earth in a battleship called Free Joker <laughs> Itari Shotaro is my Joker Resembling a Zangak ship At the same time three Su- Sugorman uh, starts Wait, wait, sorry I skipped that. It appears to start Those are the blue guys Yeah, sure, let's go with that They're like the blue head crybots Go crazy uh, Dorma seems, uh, seems to be behind the, su- the blue guys attack Seems to have an ulterior motive behind this. Uh, the Gokaijus is the angry guy. Uh, it doesn't matter. The Gokaijus use Gokaio to defeat them, and the man and the monkey reaches Earth. Okay, sorry, that makes sense. For some reasons, Navi Trev- Trevor Navi is named changes his name to Trevor, and his Trevor navigation was slightly different from usual. And tells the crew something dangerous is nearby. The Gokaijus head out to find the danger, only to find a giant monkey together with a strange man, and then he becomes ultimate Spider Monkey. The strange man, uh, awesome hates Jews. Bosco seems to know Marvelous, and he calls him Marv, Marvchan, and tries to attack Marvelous. Marvchan, die! <laughs> like Vivian. I Chuck, <laughs> die! <laughs> Wait. Um, other post that mentions, <coughs> and, uh, he says he, in his blog post he says he can't say much about the role other than he's playing someone completely evil, and he's worried that children might throw rocks at him when he goes out onto the streets. <laughs> See? The streets. It says right there. Um, he's once more... Children love Marvelous. He's going to be a semi-regular character in the series. He also mentions that he enjoys Conrad and Super Sentai, and he grew up watching it, and he's also in a band with uh, Tiny Chiaki. In, the ba- in Coco Atoko. Atoko wrote it. So, anybody's thoughts about... This guy. Yeah. I like really. monkeys. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I'm more excited just... about the monkey. <laughs> he, he's well dressed. He, he reminds <laughs> me of Otoya a bit. Like, look. Yeah, he does. I was going to say that. I like that he's friends with Chalky. I like Chalky. <laughs> really? Elaborate more on that. Um, also, I like chicken. No, chicken. <laughs> chicken. It's your favorite writer. So yeah, he's I don't know. I, it's cool that people might throw rocks at him. He's going to be that bad. Um, I mean, he can't be Volkov in the villain department. He's in a band called Coco. Yeah. Anyway, Name Coco for the win. Not a whole lot of thoughts. Next. 
Oh yeah, next is Drunk Boy. So, guess what, folks? It's time for our weekly O's rumors. <laughs> Yay! <Don't. laughs> Every goddamn week. <laughs> so, these rumors are about the revival of dead yummies and the appearance of the evil O's. Alright, this says that Brachiosaurus yummy. Right, that's the one that carries all the other yummies in its back. <laughs> it comes out of the cake that Satsunaka is eating. That's that's the secretary chick with the short skirt. Now this Brachiosaurus yummy distorts space and time. Basically it's half Dialga and half Palkia. <laughs> and it causes the pre the previous yummies to revive. Now, at this point, the common Rider's Oses has the Gatakiri Baz, the Sago Zos, and the Sharutas. So apparently he gets back Kuagata and Kamakiri at some point in the story. Yay! He uses them to fight the Yummies. But eventually, though, he has to use the Puto Tiras. That's the purple one with the Barney. And it then says here that Edgy feels guilty after creating Yummy. Oh, fuck. And decides to stop transforming into O's. Lost Ankh shows up. Now, Lost Ankh, that's a little kid. He likes to suck on, on popsicles, too. I think he learned that kind of trick from Brian. I don't know. And he absorbs Ankh. That Ankh, this Ankh, we mean Shingles Ankh. Right? The AG transforms, but it's too late to save Ankh. He does manage to snag three of Lost Ankh's core medals. This is quite possibly the medals for Tajador. We don't know. We're just guessing, like always. All hope is lost. Oh, no. And then the show. What are we going to do? But Ankh's essence is still left in the Hawk Metal, or a.k.a. Taka Metal. Now, lost Ankh's right arm breaks free, and Ankh is back. What was the point of that? That was stupid. That <laughs> continues in the movie. Well, it's pretty dumb. I mean, we're going to go to this big old thing. Only go up. JK. Didn't absorb him after all. Ass. And it says, The Common Rider owes this summer movie has two special guests. Two. That's more than one. Hooray. One of them is an actor who's been working on Common Rider before. I hope it's Kenji Matsuda. And he'll be playing Evil O's. I was thinking that. Then it's like they're like like super black Cheerios. Then they're like, like burnt charcoal. <laughs> there will be a backstory of the previous O's, and all the greeds will be in the movie. One of the greeds is the second special guest. Who will be his greed? I don't know. I guess it's that reptile guy. Cool. I don't know though. Then it says that Edgy will go through all combos, all combos, all combos, and Common Rider Birth will get an upgrade. He'll upgrade, though, like Data's Hyper, and he'll probably reborn and be all, I'm Rebirth. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was fun. What do you guys think about this week's those rumors? Okay, so let's go, let's go through this. Okay, so, reviving yummies. 
Okay. Save on production. <laughs> it happens every year, so that's fine. Pretty much. Um, edgy feeling guilty. Every rider goes through a some sort of weird like. Where they dump their suit in the trash like Spider Man. Yeah. So and that's Jones normal. Did. Um, Ankit's pwn. I mean, that's gonna happen eventually. So, that's normal. Summer movie. That's um, normal. I think we knew about the guests, or at least one of the guests. They like they said that like a Sentai uh, vet was going to be the, the vet. Do you mean Galred? <laughs> Sentai vet? Get it? I knew. I knew someone was going to say that. So anyway, um, and it says Edgy will go through all combos. Kind of like the double movie. Like oh oh god, <laughs> can you imagine that with O's? Oh like, God! Could you imagine that with my medals? I could be all pachu pachu pachu, ding ding ding, pachu pachu pachu, ding ding ding, pachu pachu pachu, ding ding ding. It'd be crazy. Crazy go nuts. Like I'm hoping it's just mixed combos. Obviously, I don't think he can do all million zillion combos like mixed well, combos. Yeah, I know like normal combos, but like uh, there's the pictures with like all of the. Oh, they're thinking, are we thinking, like, lined up together? Or I thought it was just saying, like, he was going to transform into all of them. Well, that, that's how I take it, too, but I'm just bringing up the fact that the... Oh. Personally, it. I'd rather have that whole lined-up thing than the Gokaiders turning into O's, just because I don't want, like, Kamen Rider's craziness touching Gokaiders' masterpiece. Maybe they'll have the deadliner, and they'll go to different t- periods in time and get different edgies, and then they'll all transform into different combos at once. Like in Dengo, and then it'll be all cool face. Maybe the Greeds can transform into the Riders. Shut up, idiot. Be cool. Whatever. Like, okay. Evil O's is stupid, though. Just yeah, this has been rumored for a while. I mean, except for the cereal, which probably would be pretty epic. Like the most badass cereal you could ever eat. What are you eating? I'm eating Evil O's. He needs to use black core metals and be all, I'm evil because I have black metals and black equals evil. He said it, not me. <laughs> and then another figure. He said it, not me. I can't be blamed for this figure. Okay, well, like this whole thing about Ankh being absorbed and then coming back out just seems pointless. Pretty much. Other than to just see Ankh complete for a few seconds. It really just- you yelled at me, but I'm Topanga. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. <laughs> um, but everything... I mean, I don't know what I feel about... I don't know how I feel about a Brachiosaurus yummy jumping out of the cake. I think that's the most like extreme rumor we have right now. That's probably not going to happen. It's going to be like one of those bachelor parties, and it's going to be wearing like a skimpy outfit, and it's going to do a little dance on Cake Boss's lap. I think we should just move on. I don't think I'm going to get any more thoughts out. Yeah. <coughs> so, um, moving along from O's to some more Sentaz. And the switch. Ray Sanji. And, and the thing goes in the ball. And the ball. Oh my Sentai Super Sentai, let's go Ichiban. So... 
According to this link in the upcoming 199 Hero movie, all 35 Sentai Mecha, including Go Ranger and Jagga, will combine into the ultimate robot. Holy Spectre. cluster fuck. It's Fuster Clock, but it's Fuster Clock. Fuster Clock okay. Megazord! I'm gonna swear. So, holy Fuster Clock Dawson Rider? <laughs> and so, like, it's like a, from a magazine or something. I mean, obviously, it's not gonna look like this. It's yeah. just like a little joke sketch. But. Yeah. Like, the concept in my head is just, like, painful. Like, I oh, God. can't possibly imagine? imagine how this is going to look. I think it just needs to be, like, Gokai Silver, Giant Mech, which is all their faces on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just a giant robot with, like, just their helmet. They're not helmets, but, like, like you said, their face just all, everywhere. Yeah. Just giant face. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, face here. <laughs> so, that was blue. He's all like, burr, 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 burr. I'm punching you. I don't know anymore, I'm, okay? So anyway. I'm not Saris, don't hit me. Discuss, because there isn't any other news okay. about it, besides well, the fact okay. that it supposedly exists. I didn't even know that, I, did, I didn't even look at the story, I didn't even know he wrote Holy Cluster Fucked Awesome Rider, or Fuster Claw. I just noticed that. Thanks, Kale. Anyway. Um, like, it sounds like an interesting idea. Like, it's going to be interesting to see, but I hope it's something like with the heads or something. It's going to look kind of like he just murdered all the Megazords and st- I mean, the Mecha and stole their power. <laughs> like, boo. Maybe he should just be like, boo. Yeah. Just absorb him. It's just a giant pink robot that just absorbs them all. But <laughs> It's going to be well, fun. This looks like a cool idea, and it'll just be a giant robot in the shape of a kanji. With arms and legs and a head. Good job. Good job. Thank you for describing the picture for the blind people. <laughs> blind listeners? <laughs> wonder if we have any blind listeners. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, well they couldn't watch the show. Post so. if you're blind. <laughs> find the forums. Wait, find your helper and then have them find the forums. Ow. It's your turn, Dawson Rider. It's not. It's Brian's. Yeah, it's kind of my... Oh, favorite. is it? <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Dang it. Our... So we've got our first little... We'll go, Brian. ...bits of rumors about Common Rider Foze or Foes or Fouz or something. Floozy. 40? We'll to that later. But anyway, uh, it has been reported that the trademark for the upcoming 13th Heisei Common Rider series, Common Rider, insert name here, has um, already been he registered... Oh, should Hesse? Okay, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, no, just pronounced Carlo Hesser. <laughs> no images yet, but um, we have a rumored like production group, people, staff. Group. There you go. There. Uh, producer, <laughs> we have uh, Naomi group. Takebe, the current producer for O's. Director, Kyoto Kawasaki, worked on Ultraman Tiga, Dinah, and Ryu Kendo. For the writers, we have Chiaki <laughs> Chiaki J. Konaka. <laughs> Apparently one of the anime series was Digimon Tamers, so... Oh, cool. So the end of the final villain is going to be some kind of sick freak virus that just absorbs girls after Leomon dies. <laughs> and, uh, Sho Aikawa, who wrote, uh, Blade and the first 12 episodes of D-Kid. For music, oh, yeah, have, that was good. Yeah, it was. Toshihiko Sahashi, who did the music for Kuga, Agito, Hibiki, Deno, and a bunch of anime series. Hibiki had some cool musics. Yeah, it did. 
And Kuga is pretty good. <laughs> Character design. One. <laughs> Keita uh, Amemiya. <laughs> That's a good code. She'll get away. Amemiya uh, now. Whoa. We're doing character design for J, Zio, Shin, Garo, and Hakaider. So, so there's going to be some freaky people in this thing, huh? Basically, people are going to have mutated arms coming out of their face. So accordingly, Kamen Rider yeah. stylized as Common Rider 40, with 40 being read as Faus or Forze or Suze. Susie? Common Rider Faus. Don't call me Shirley. can't even make my epic iCarly references. There's nothing um, epic about them. Or something along those lines. And as per rumors, uh, Forze, Fauze, whatever, is a high school student who suffers from memory loss. He inherited the writer system from his father, and he fights Nintendo of America. <laughs> no, not Reggie. Reggie. Well, I prefer to him just be fighting the main villain just to be some guy named Noah. <laughs> He's just some average Joe. Just fucking why is he? Why is he in the little computer world why is he fighting noah it's not your fault it's not seto's fault what happened to him your dad's a douchebag you go yeah i know i'm just making sure <laughs> god all right so yeah or nay okay uh, my thoughts is nay. i like this i like this little thomas she owes up at the picture at the top of the page he's kind of cute okay um and then there's that Momotake, and it's all cute with Deno. And then there's that Ichigo, and he's all trying to transform, but he's got little stubby arms. But he's already he's all... transformed. He forgot. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't like the whole Fose thing. I hate that, like, wordplay they're trying to do. Because when I see that word, I would never think 40. I think it says Fose. <laughs> well, apparently that Aikawa guy also wrote the Bokengers. I enjoyed Bokengers, so that was cool. Oh, well, I like Blade, so and I like the music from those series, so I don't know. I don't know. I just hope that he doesn't have a giant gimmick where he's got like an Omnitrix again. Like seriously, all the recent writers have been like Ben Ten and they can just infinite form change. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. Well, I just hope that they've killed League Legs. I don't want to see League Legs. Fuck your League Legs. Suck my balls. I don't want anything to do with eggs. I don't. Neither do I. Unless eat. I only want to eat them and throw them at people that make me mad. I'm really not even fond of eating eggs, so I just. That explains why you're not healthy. I just fertilize them. Oh my god! Haven't you seen the commercial for the Incredible Edible Egg? The Incredible Edible Egg. The the only commercial with an egg I've seen is that one for heroin, where they're like, "This is your brain. This is your brain on heroin." She smashes the egg, and she's like, this is your friends, and this is your family, and your job, and your school, and she like, destroys the kitchen with a frying pan. Okay. Well, our drug commercials are cooler. Anyway, so, I don't know. I'm scared to get new writer pictures I'm, and new information. I'm scared of new things. I don't want anything to I'm change. I'm scared of new figure art right things. I mean, new writers. Anyway. Let's just start coloring. <laughs> okay, so is that it? Everyone I, done? I eat chicken. Chicken. We done? Is it time for the. F- what is Blue doing here again? No, no, wait, I, meant, I meant to do. 
It's the farewell. The farewell. No. It's the swan song. That was a Doogie? Night episode. Whoa! What about Doogie? Doogie! Doogie! Honey! Doogie Hauser. He's gay. It's not very nice. No, Neil Patrick Harris is a flaming homosexual. NPH is the shit. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> Take that. Take this. <laughs> it sounded weird. It's like I was torturing a mouse. Sorry. Yay! Oh my god. I ought to kill Dawson because he's a douchebag. <laughs> so happy. It's, it's the last one. Okay. Hello? No, I gotta call you back. <laughs> I gotta go cry change. Okay. Alright, sorry. So, we're on episode 012 of the Go Kaijers. That was my epic Spanish right there. Okay, Antonio. And <laughs> <laughs> that was so golden. <laughs> okay, we're doing more Shinkinger stuff with the Karus and the Tanbas. Alright, so the uh, let's see. Joe's run away and they're all sad face. Marvelous is like nuts K. But I give me some food, bitches. I want food. I'm your captain. That's what I say and I get what I want. I'm pirate, see? R, I have a parrot, but it's a robot, and I'm like R, and then it's all like, let's go, let's go, Kai Jericho, go, let's go, let's Ashirakoe, Kimi no Maini, Hirugarumi. And so we see. Joe doing epic walk and we're flashing back and it's all like you need to kill these people and Joe's like um those are children no you and then he revolts and then they get all pissy and then he gets saved by that Sid guy and he helps them escape and they run away and um things happen and then Barazorg's <laughs> And then the Barazor guys are like, I'm a big robot. I'm listening to you. I'm a cool guy. Bye. And he goes downstairs. And then he's going he's gonna to be around Joe. And Joe's like, Sid, wake up, Sid. Wake up. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Lulz. And he's like, oh, Sid, wake up. And he does that like starburst thing. He's like, uh, I can deflect that because I'm a robot and I'm a cool guy. And so then they start fighting, but then Joe gets pwned. And he tries to hug his leg. I don't know why he's hugging his leg. I think he's trying to be like a little Ewok. I don't know. And then Joe gets all sad and starts crying like a little bitch. And then Oily, he's all mad. He's like, oh, I got hurt. I didn't expect fighting to be a contact event. And I got hit and now pissed off. So he sends the monsters down. It's like, go get him. Grr. And then you see Marvelous. And this this guy's eating like like he thinks he's weather or something. Like just chowing down on food. 
stuffing it in his face. Like he, I don't know, like like he's the cl- one of the clumps or something. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Right. So then he flashes back to tell them how he met Joe, and you see he's got his cool epic pirate coat with Navi, and they see Joe, and he's running away, and he's fighting a bunch of bad guys, and they're like, "Hey, he's a cool guy. Let's go help him," because he got like blasted in the face, and then they go help him, and he comes in, and he's like, "I help you now, cause I'm cool." And then they fight back to back together like friends. And he's like, hey, you're that pirate. He's like, yup. He's like, I ain't got money. He's like, it's okay. I don't want money. I want you. And it's like, ah, they're people, hobbits. People are saying that the, the the gay tones between Jane and Antonio are bad. That was like hardcore right there. It's <laughs> okay. And they have some cool epic fighting. And then... They're like, all right, you come with me now. And he's like, um, I can't because if I ta- if if I step outside of this wire, then this giant spinning disc will come cut my head off. And I was like, well, fuck that, and just like rips it off, and they get like electroshocked, and like, and then they fall on the ground, and he's like, I'll come with you because, uh, you're a cool guy. He's like, all right, yay, I got a friend now. And and then Karu's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then the bad guys are there, and like, let's get them. We can do it. We're Gokaijers. And she's like, I'll help. And they're like, man, nah, that's cool. That guy who watches my back will be here any minute now. Apparently, he watches his back. Is his code slang for he bends over in front of him. And I'm certainly watching the back. Just saying. Whoa. That's kind of gross. And it's supposed to be. So they're like, let's get them, bitches. And then Joe flashes back to when he got his, uh, he got his mobilets and his key. And he's like, here, we can do cool things with these phones. And they're like, okay. And then they're buddies. And he's like, I know what I can do. I got friends and I got a home and I'm a cool guy. And then... Then these guys, they're all, hey, look what we can do. So they're like, it's ass kicking time. So they go fighting, and then then Red, so we're going to focus on each one at a time because they do epic key fighting. So Red's all, look what I can do. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So now he's rearranging like epic martial arts action, and then he's all. He's got a javelin, and he's like, I spear you in the face. And then he's like. And he gets out the the hawk blowgun thing and his sword, and he kills things. And then it goes to yellow, and she's like, Ah, I can do cool key things too. And she's all like, I'm Yellow Mask, and I do, like, fighting attacks, too. And then she turns into... And now she's all like, I have boobs now, and a star slinger. I kill things. And then she's like, I can rampage, because that's, that's how we do things around here. 
Yeah, and then for some reason she has a guitar and starts singing. I'm not sure why. But she gets some daggers and she starts killing things. And then Green's like, hey, I'm gay. I want to know this action. So he's all... And he gets out his boomerang and I think he rubs it on some dude's balls. I really wasn't sure what happened. But he throws it and smacks some people up. And then he's like, look what I can do. Uh, this one. And then now he's O-Green and he's doing some cool boxing things. And you're like, why does Adam suddenly do boxing? I'm really not sure why. I think it's because the source footage called for it. And then he's like, watch this. I can be a cool suit now. He's all green side and he like picks up dudes and like chucks them around and he's all badass. And then they go to like the pink one and she's like, oh yeah, I got this one. And she's like, dingy punch. I have metal fists because that's what I do. And then she's all and now she uses like pink glowy boots to like kick people in the face because that's how cool guys do it. And then she's like, I'm a ninja. And she gets her double vectors and like slashes through people. And then they're like, yeah. And the bad guy's like, I'm gonna get you. And they're like, I don't think so. And Red does that like running on air thing that like Shane always does. And he cuts him in the face. And they're like, we attack you. And he's like, I don't think so. And then they Dion transform. And they're like, no, that's okay. Joe's coming. Lulz. And, like, seriously, Milfie makes that, like, you're a stupid guy face. And it was pretty funny. And then Joe's running through the woods. I don't know why he's running through the woods, but he is. And he runs into Karu. And they pull out that hidden disc that makes things duplicate. Like, Tono-sama used on the record Daisanto. She's like, here, take this. You're a cool guy. He's like, okay, thanks, bye. And then they do that little thing where, like, the Shinkan red suit flashes on her face. And they're like, hey... I think she was a Shinken Red at some point for like two episodes. And then and then they like so then they're fighting, but like we're still gonna fight even if we're Dion transformed, because that's how cool we are. We're pirates. We're not some gay angels who suck. We're pirates. Pirates beat angels. And but they still get beat. And then Joe comes in and is like, I got this, y'all. I'm badassery. So then they turn back into the Gokaijers. And red and blue are going to fight back to back. And yellow gives her sword to blue. And he's all, I got two swords now. And then they mimic that that fight from the beginning. Like from when they first met. And that was kind of cool. And then they're like, all right, let's finish this off. So then they pull out some keys. And they're like. And it was all epic. And you know why it was epic? Why? You know, because it didn't take like an hour like Samurai. <laughs> and then it was all, we had epic Chambara action. And then they fought with like um, Shinkenmarus. And then Joe was all like, I have double Shinkenmarus. <laughs> and I can kill your face. And Marvelous has like giant record Dizanto action going on. And it was cool. And then... They're like, we, we're going to put our keys in our Gokai Sabres and be all, final wave! <laughs> and then they kill him. <laughs> they got, they're getting old. <laughs> and, then, and then he gets all big and they're like, let's go straight to Gal Gokai. We ain't got time for this shit. So 
they they do that, but it doesn't work. So they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? And then the Shinkinger keys glow, and they're like, hey, let's do this. And then Gal Lion like splits apart into a bunch of pieces, like he was in the box. And then it turns into Shinkengokayo, and it's all cool because there's kanji everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, uh, power symbols, whatever they're called. Simple they're- power. Symbol, yeah, we got symbol power all over because we don't know what kanjis are. And they've got like cool Naginata weapon thing. But then the blue guys come out and they're like, we got this. Swings Naginata around, slices them all in the face. And then they're like, let's take care of this. Giant record Dizanto slices his enemy in half. He's like, ah, I'm dead face and explodes. And then they're like, yeah, we're cool. Let's go home and eat because we're hungry again. That's how I roll. And and then they go eat, and then it ends. That was pretty cool. Shinken Gokaio was awesome, and Joe was all cool guy face, and Marvelous was all cool guy face. And we got like a big backstory on Joe. Like it was a different kind of tribute because it was more like we find out about Joe's past more so than like tribute to Shinkinger, which is fine because Shinkinger was just like two days ago, so. It was okay. I'm fine with that for Shinkinger. Yeah. So, and it was epic key action. Like, seriously, I couldn't keep up. I was trying to figure out which who was using what. I was trying to figure out. It was insane. There's just keys everywhere. And I'm like, damn it, I have to use numbers for all this because I don't have keys. And fortunately, I know all the numbers, and it was good. Is that it? I guess you guys can talk if you want. I guess I mean you talk anyway. So okay, I'll go first this time. You go first on those. Okay, and then you'll just say what he said. Probably I don't know. Okay, so like he said, I loved Joe's backstory. I thought it was like really cool to see it um, with him. <coughs> uh, what's his name? Fuck, I forgot his name already. What's Barry Zorg's real name? Sid. Sid. Yeah, I liked the, the scenes with him. And how he didn't want to kill little kids. And he was the, Sid Caesar. He was the Joker with Adam West. And then the scene with Marvelous, and he's all like, "Yes, boss." And I didn't get to hear him say that in this episode, so I was sad. Um, and then, like, that's just continued proof that like Gokaiger can exist so well without the anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that they're like focusing on the characters of Gokaiger instead of like them just being a prop for merchandise for the last years, like Decade kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the key like chain- Karu wasn't even really in this episode. Yeah, like she was just kind of there in the background, and then like, to give uh, Joe the disc. Like from what I got from it is that like she was just there to like, uh, and just, like notice their camaraderie, kind of like because that was one of the things in Shinkenger was a big deal, not like a big deal, but like how they had to learn to work together, like with Takaru and stuff. Yeah, and like that she didn't notice that from them, and that's how they got the seal of approval, <laughs> Karu seal of approval. <laughs> And so I I noticed that like I kind of wish it would have been like Takaru or like at least one other person with her, but I don't know like just because I like the cast better and she was I mean she was trying to celebrate Mother's Day sure but um but that was that was good and the Joe focus was good it was good it's good uh, the epic I wonder if Takaru gave her one of those cards like that says like Happy Mother's Day to a special mom you've been there all these years for me oh, like, wait. wait what. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. But um, <laughs> the key changes were cool. It reminded me a lot of Ben 10 when he just like rapidly changes between forms. Um, and it was cool to see them all in battle. Shinken Gokai-O is the shit. Um, 
and it was pretty cool. The recognized Zento was like gigantic, and I wasn't expecting that. Well, I mean, I saw the pics. I wasn't either. That's what she said. It was gigantic, and I wasn't expecting that. And also, like, I when like he used the uh, disc that she gave uh, him, I thought it was. I always love the fact that these are being represented as that these keys are the actual powers, unlike decades, which just felt like you know copies. Yeah. Like I love the fact that these they have the possession of all the powers. It just makes it feel really cool and like. After watching Space, I just think how epic the Power Rangers version could be with like like the only Ranger team with like all of the powers at their disposal. It's just a really cool idea. Like they literally have access to everything. They don't have to like use a card or like a key to use the sword. They can just pull it out. Yeah, like I I like that aspect too because like with DK, like you said, like he needed the card for everything. Like yeah, they were just copies. Like, like he basically. could he could turn into Ryuki, but he couldn't really do anything without. Like Ryuki's attack ride cards. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's like what I do. Paradox. I just pull it out. Ryuki's was like a paradox because he had a card reader, but then DK used his own card reader. He's like, no thanks, I got my own. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. But I love the fact that they're all actually the physical powers that they used to have, which and like they're giving their seal of approval mm-hmm. to use them, which is cool. Like passing the torch, but for like every single team ever. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm kind of rating it as, like, the, both the episodes combined. Yeah, it was a good two-parter. Because it, it was a two-parter, and they were really tightly knit. So, in in that aspect, it was absolutely fantastic. Like, I honestly like it better than Decca, but again, I'm partly biased because I do enjoy Shinken so much. I think that Decca was a better, like, tribute to Decca, but this was a better episode overall. Just yeah, it like, felt like, this wasn't really too grand of a tribute to Shinkenger. Because one, well, the guest was Kaoru. <laughs> but enjoy Shinkinger. Shuki means that he actually fapsed Shinkinger. Thank you. So, there goes that train of thought. <laughs> anyway, but, like. There were better episodes overall. Yeah. But they, they were just really enjoyable. So it, was, it was a great mix between small tribute while putting a huge focus on character progression. Uh-huh. Well, particularly with Joe. No one else really progressed any of it. Yeah. But, like, getting some backstory on these guys is essential, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they're doing it at a fairly reasonable pace. We're just kind of getting, like, little drops and hints here and there. As and because the show is designed that way. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I hope that um, we get to see... Like, I mean, I'm sure we will... But I hope we get to see like how each of them ended up with Marvelous, just like we saw this time with Joe. I'm yeah, sure I will. hope so too. I'm, I'm, I'm like you said. I'm sure it's going to be like a, like a Ranger Yellow and Ranger Blue and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, RPM, kind of like that. And the finale like, is going to be Ranger Black, but then they change writers, so never mind. <laughs> I loved that scene where Joe was like remembering his friends, like where he remembered when he first joined the ship and how they all slowly joined. And I loved seeing that part where like uh, Doc like introduced himself to Milfy. He's like, "Nice to meet you." And she just punches him. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> oh, he's like, "Oh, sorry." I really like her. I really like when she makes that smile when she calls someone stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's just hilarious. Like, it just goes with it so well. I really like the cast a lot, like, compared to what like I was laughing at. Opinions. Them. Well, like, you have to admit, like, the first, like, character shots of them. Yeah, like, horrible. that's what we t- talked about before is that 
especially after Ghost Sager, we saw those first shots, like, it looked kind of bad. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing, like, really, like, weird clothing compared I mean, to... I mean, Joe does still have a lot of zippers, but... He does, it's true. But even, like, Green's grown on me. Like, I, his, his fights are always fun to watch, just to see how he beats the enemy this week. Yeah. Like, he rubbed the boomerang in some dude's balls this time. He did. So, like, overall... But overall, this is, like, probably one of my favorite Sentai casts. Honestly, yeah, it was this awesome. It's awesome. Joe still bothers me sometimes, but he's a lot less gay looking than I thought he was gonna be. Like, not to offend anybody, but like in the pic- like the first picture we got of him, like he had like the hair draping over him, and it looked like he had makeup on. I'm like, oh my god! And because he's and his description makes him sound like the badass blue, but like he's a lot better than I thought. Like once he starts doing badass things, like it's okay. He still wears too tight of jeans for me. Hair. Once he starts doing badass things, you start. Going like, oh, he's so pretty, make me so horny. Me so horny, me so stupid. Okay, that's out of the way. And I like, I want Barry Zorg to be uh, Gokai Silver now, so he can just say yes, boss, all the time. <laughs> he's out, and then he can be Gunpurred. It'll be awesome. I'm Gunpurred. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. That'll be an episode title at some point. <laughs> all right, everyone finished. Yeah, it was pretty damn awesome. Mm. Yeah, it was an awesome episode. It was fantastic. Gokaiju is always good, but these are just great episodes. It really is. It is always good. That's what she says. It's always good. Okay. <laughs> Time for O's. O's. So we're on episode 33. If you shall recall... We have just gotten the Puto tier combos and it was epic, right? Right. Sure. So, uh, this starts off and Birth is fighting another Terra Yummy. Damn it. And Kazari is watching literally about 12 feet away, giggling maniacally. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> I think he wants to rape someone. Probably. I don't know. But then Edgy runs in and is like, hey, let's do this. I got medals. And they're like, um, I really don't think you should do that. He's like, Nats I got this. And they're like, um, whatever. So he's like, <laughs> anyway, so he's fighting, and Ankh's like, hey, I'm gonna take those purple medals, lols. So they're fighting, and they're they start to pwn the army, but then they start getting pwned. And and then um, Edgy gets all the untransformed, and then he gets smacked in the face. And then those purple monsters are like, uh, no you, and they shoot out, and it's all. Yay. And, like, Ankh had tried to grab the medals, but they were like, no, you and they smacked him in the face, and they like just shock therapied him to keep him awake, and so then Ag destroys the army in like five seconds, and then attacks Goto. I go to the Date, whoever the fuck Burks is, and Goto. Goto sees Kazari is like hey, I have an idea, and he lures Edgy over to attack Kazari, and he he pones Kazari, and Kazari is like um gotta go by. And, like, runs away. And, um, so, he runs away. 
So then AJ just kind of passes out. And Ankh's all pissed off. Face. And um, apparently some friend of Edgy's came by and was like, hey, come see me. And they're like, okay. So they end up at like this amusement park. And Edgy takes Ankh and the strong girl and Date and go to with him because they're all cool guy friends. And it's like a team outing. Team Edgy. Yeah. And then it's all, you count the medals, one, two, and three, life goes on, anything goes, coming up, boom. And so Edgy sees his friend, and the dude's like, hey, guess what? All this is mine, Lowell's. I helps you now. And they're like, wait, what? And so they go walking around, and this is a big-ass place. They got rides and games. It's like Michael Jackson's house. And except without all the rape. And, oh, he dead, he dead, fuck you. And you see, they're all, like, playing around, having a good time, except Ankh, who just kind of sits in a tree the whole time. And is like, you guys suck. And then we see Kazari and little kid Ankh, and they're like... We need to get that Ankh character away from them so you can absorb them. And little kid Ankh's like wandering away like, I don't care what you have to say, little dude. I'm a little kid. I'm walking away. So he walks off and runs into that friend of Edgy's and he makes a yummy out of him. And like when he makes a yummy, it's all like it forms an egg around the dude and then it hatches and there's a yummy there. And he's all like, ah, what's this? It's a yummy, idiot. Duh. Um, and then Hina gets captured in a net and like, oh no, we gotta find her. And they're trying to find her, but they can't. And, but they run into the yummy instead, so Birth transforms and fights the yummy. And then... Makes him suck his dick. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what happened. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's doing good until the other guy runs into Edgy and is like, I want to help you. Come work for me and be a cool guy and I want to help you. And the more he wants to help Edgy, the stronger the yummy gets until it turns into an owl. And then Ankh runs up and is like, damn it. And and then Ataka Kanjar comes and gets Edgy and he's like, oh no, I come helps. But then the yummy, Dion transforms birth and kidnaps Date and flies away. And Goto's like, dang it, they took my buddy. And then Edgy's like, I can't find Hina-chan, Ankh's, we gotta find Hina-chan's. He's like, yummy. He's like, gotta find Hina-chan. He's like, yummy. You know, Edgy's like, Hina-chan. And Edgy's and Ankh's like, fuck you. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, I helped Edgy, not you. Crazy hair guy. Captures Ankh in net. He's like, alright, I'm gonna kick your ass when I get out of here. Just wait till I get down from this net. Bitch. And then um, Edgy and Goto, they... <laughs> the guy leads them to where Hina-chan is, but they get attacked by the yummies. But they can't really fight because they don't have any medals. And he's like, go to, you have to become birth. And he's like, I can't do it. I'm not ready to lose my birth virginity yet. And they're like, well, someone has to do something. So then Edgy's going to try becoming... Puto Tira, I'm like, that's probably a bad idea. Bad things happen when you use those metals. 
And but then Ankh's like, I can use my green arm and break free. Epic fruit roll up action. And then he runs up and is like, edgy, oh, stupid. If <laughs> I know, it's like, if you're going to use metals, use these. And like, he tosses them, uh, Sagozo, and he's all like, Like those metals, like knock the purple ones out of the way, and they jump in the, jump in the belt. So now he's like, "I have epic gorilla arms," and he starts beating the crap out of the Aoyami. And he's like, "I am gorilla, hear me roar!" And he's just poning him. And finally, I'm he's like, "I'm getting out of here," and grabs Goto, who he's got like all roped up, and he runs away. And then the dude sees Ankh, and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm in trouble!" And he tries to hide behind Edgy. And then Edgy's all like, oh, thank you, friend. We are friends. You are a cool guy face. And Ankh's like, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to kill this motherfucker so fast. I'm going to kick his ass. I'm going to beat him down my fruit roll-up arm. <coughs> and then they go running off. And Kazari's like, I'll make you disappear, Ankh. Lols. And then it ends. Then it ends. And it was pretty cool. And they were all like, that was cool. And there was Puto Tira action. And... White Blaster Beetleborg and was like, oh, I remember him. We used him like once, and but it was cool. It was twice. Get your Whatever. So it was cool. Um, was really uh, like twice. That is sad. Yeah, he got it twice, then he got stolen. That was when Edgy got like <laughs> raped. And all he had it was like Taka, <laughs> but not really because it was a secret. Yeah, but it was a pretty good episode. Um. It'll be fun to see next week. See more of what happens with the Puto Tiras. And uh, this guy is very strange, so. This guy's really strange. <laughs> you guys talk because y'all are, oh, yeah. are gay freaks. So, so. It was an alright so, episode, I guess. Yeah, like It was alright. It was entertaining. It was, it was entertaining. It was enjoyable. I loved watching it. Like, nothing really too important happened. Yeah. It was kind of an awful follow-up to such an impactful episode last time. Yeah, like, 32 was, like, raging full of epic. And then this episode was just like... my pants. Okay. Back to normal. (laughs) This episode was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, I don't give a fuck if I just start rampaging. You guys will fix me, right? Happy face. And they're like, um, happy fish, happy fish, happy, happy, happy fish. <laughs> well, then it was kind of upsetting because, like, you see the preview and Goto's holding the birth belt. And you're like, oh, maybe I he'll know, do it. Maybe I he'll wanted, do it. It's like, just do it, you asshole. Honestly, I, I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew it was just a giant tease. And then he's like, up, oh, JK, I can't do it. Lulz. You are. And you slap his face. You are something. <laughs> you are something. You are Dawson's wife. Okay. But like it was it was cool to see Puto Tira again just cuz it's so cool but like that's the high impact of the episode was, was clearly just seeing Sagozo again like pretty much cuz I'm like wait what's Puto Tira Sagozo after Tajador Shouta 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 Tajador 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 Shouta like I'm like yeah it's kind of ridiculous we haven't seen Gajikiri or Latorita since like episode like Six. I know. It's uh, I actually forgot there was other combos for a while there, so I didn't know what was happening. Like, I I think it was a pretty bad job. Toys, but 
double did such a good job. I know, because he always switched out for the exact situation he needed it for. Ankh just like, here, take these. Why? Because those are the ones I grabbed, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Like, instead of, like, thinking, all right, what's this yummy's abilities? Here's these. Wait, we need to think this. Ah, fuck it. (laughs) Like, they need, I love that in doubles, that there's a strategy to every form change. That's because there was Philip and he was all Chami Bukai and like I go do lookups. And then he knew what to do. And then Shotaro was like, I'm a cool guy. I am your Joker. Hawk's uh, just like, I have a fruit roll up arm and I like to promote toys. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah, like, it was it was an entertaining episode, but it was nothing special. Really. Sakozo. Oh. Like, it bugs me. The fact that they do such like an impactful thing, like oh man, Edgy's gonna go ape shit, and then the next episode is like bro, 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 typical O's music, everything's back to normal. Like, like what the hell? Like it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, do you not even care? And the whole beginning, I don't know why it felt awkward for me. Maybe I'm just, I'm not used to an O's episode just opening like with stuff already happening. Like usually. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, look, we're at the restaurant, and then Oxy's a yummy and abandons his popsicle to go find it. But, like, this time we just opened up on it. And it just seemed like a, it seemed really forced at the beginning to have him become Puto Tira again. But, like, it, it kind of opened the, uh, the plot line of Ankh wanting the medals, like, when he tried to grab him. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, too weak because the Dino Medals was too awesome for him. But it just it felt so out of place, like, that we're just going back to normal as if this isn't happening, and it bugs me a lot. And, um,. Also, like, I really don't care for the whole storyline of Edgy going berserk just because it's been done before. Like, with... I haven't seen Kuga, but wasn't that sort of like that? Um... Sort of. Sort of? Sort of. I'll say that. I'll say, I'll what was the question? Sort of. and, oh, the, and then, like, Going Blade. berserk and Kuga and yeah. stuff. And oh. I know Blade had that brief period with, like, him being a Joker and stuff. Spoilers. But, like, it's just, I don't know, I just feel like I've been there, done that with that whole story. Like, I've just, I feel like I've watched so many series where they're like, he's gonna go berserk, he's gonna go berserk, he's gonna go berserk for like 10 episodes, and then he finally goes berserk. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, it just seems overdone. Like, I want them to do something different. Or at least hopefully he'll get control of it. Yeah, like, it just, it's a plot that works, but it just doesn't make too much sense. Yeah, a lot of those really doesn't make sense. Like, these medals just kind of pop out of him whenever the fuck they want. and then Yeah, like, they have like, their own mind. Like, we'll take over you, because you have no greed, and we love that, or something. Like, I don't... It might just be because I don't fully understand everything yet. Yeah, like, it might explain it, but I don't think it's, we're ever going to get as good an explanation as this other series. Mm-hmm. Like, and also, I was thinking about it, like, the whole Ankh thing is, like, good mystery, but... The whole idea behind, like, the way Ankh split in two is kind of stupid and doesn't really make sense. Like, so, you get your arm cut off, so the rest of your body forms its own consciousness? Like... That's stupid? <laughs> like, it doesn't make like, sense. I don't completely understand it, too, because it's, like, the lack of conscience. Yeah. But like, it still has a conscience because it's its own being. Well, yeah, and it, does, like, it doesn't make sense, like, oh, my hand retained my intelligence, but the rest of my body, including my brain, became a meathead. <laughs> that turned into a kid that just doesn't even, like, walks off when people are talking to him. That's just rude. <laughs> Someone needs to teach that kid some manners. <laughs> just walks away. He's like, whatever. He's like, what do you think? Little, wait, where'd you go? Onklet. <laughs> <laughs> like, he creates a yummy and just is like, yay, yay. 
<laughs> like, oh my god, really? Onklet? <laughs> yeah, it's called. Is that like uh, Packlet? I love it. Yes, same thing. But overall, it was entertaining, but I hope that in the end, Oz gets a lot more explanations and does something different than the typical, oh, he's got too much power, he's going to go insane. Because that's not only has been done in Kamen Rider, but it's done in other shows a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just not different. I definitely hope he gets control of him, though. Onklet is totally his new name. Onklet Facebook group. Put that on the list next to Super Silverizer fan page. Ah, good times. Oh, also, Chili Cheese Fries has added a bunch more items, pages, except none of them are things we want. They're all like Ultraman crap. Okay. I know Albedo will love those Chili Cheese Fries. So, just, just saying... And now it's time for Samurai Summaries with Shuki. Cha! Cha! Hey! Do I like this segment? I don't remember. No. This is when okay. you fall asleep all the time. <laughs> night, night, Kevin. <laughs> I hate you, Dawson Rider. Yay. Love. Yay. Okay, so uh, this is episode 12. So yay, Ep- technically episode fourteen. 14. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, it's episode eighteen of Shinkenji. <laughs> <laughs> so, like all these different episode listings, <laughs> it's episode something else in dog ears, and it's chronologically episode twelve, but uh, thematically episode twelve or episode fourteen, and then it's Shinkenji episode eighteen. Ah, uh, so, good times. Got all these numbers. So, anyway. We begin with the Rangers discussing how Antonio always comes quickly, just like Charles Carmichael, <laughs> except when they she actually does need too. him right now. Uh, Jane has a flashback about how like Antonio's dad owned the fish market because you know every city has a local fish market. But every uh, city, especially every city, Utah, yeah. Uh, together, Jane and Antonio use the epic power of imagination to save the world from the evil threat of trees. <laughs> So apparently the uh, the fishmonger didn't like this and made uh, Antonio move. So meanwhile, uh, Antonio fancies himself up so he can go meet the team, and he basically he's getting dressed up for an interview. Pretty much. He says samurai funny and talks to his toys. <laughs> he does. He talks to Octazord. Samurai. Samurai. <laughs> this is really strange. Shinkenja. Shinkenja. Yes, look it. So then we get the theme song. It's like Rangers, do 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 Samurai Forever. Antonio, they added that. It sounds kind of funny. It does sound funny. One, I I don't know whether it's just because it's Antonio and it's kind of a long name, but like it just sounds different than everyone else. Everyone else sounds so serious. Like Emily, and then it's like Antonio, Kevin, <laughs> Ultimate Who Kevin in boots. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. So, anyway, uh, G and company are discussing Jaden and Antonio's epic tree-beating childhood as the man himself slides in. Don't beat trees. He literally just slides in like Elvis or something. So awesome. Just like he just came from like some sort of weird Glee audition. (laughs) But uh, I love Glee. He does too, apparently. He tries to to impress everyone by swinging his pole around. Not I do that too for fun. His fishing pole, not his, not his. Oh, but um, not he, the pole. He rips his pants instead because that's a sign of true humor. Ripped pants. That's what Bulk does. That is the comp- 
complete funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Funnier than your iCarly. Okay. So, uh, Jake More and G are outside, and they flash back to when they were little, and they had weird Kiwi child <laughs> accents where they like to beat up suits of armor because they apparently killed all the trees. Uh, G deems the situation too pressing for Jaden, so he takes matters into his own hands and basically says, no you, but we'll get to that later. At the Santa River, we're introduced to the Nylock of the Day that I don't know the name because I really don't give a care in the world about what the hell the Nylock's name is. Apparently he's voiced by the fisherman from the beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, That's what I heard. That's the word on the streets. He uh, shows up as Zandrid is pissed at uh, Aktoru because... That's the word from next week? What? He doesn't do anything around the boat. He just sits there. He doesn't do his chores. Ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> he just sits there and goes, ooh, ah, ooh, and reads what books. <laughs> the same book. <laughs> that doesn't have any information about the Red Ranger. Uh, I like gravy. Okay. Meanwhile, Spike dreams about Mia being tied to a chair like some sort of cheap hooker, where uh, he uses his mad samurai, which basically kind of look more like spy tactics to me, but teach their own to He's rescue her before team Bartowski. Bulk wakes him up with exploding smoothies. Basically, typical MMPR humor right there. Yeah. But that's all about... That, that joke has never are. been done in the history of television. No. The smoothie in the face joke is revolutionary. <laughs> Uh, Who would forget to put a lid on? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, Antonio explains to the group how he wants to be a samurai. More than anything, because it's all he always wanted to do. To he trained really on. hard on his awesome remote island where he got the idea to text Octazord because he found a little phone on the ground that was all broken. He's like, oh, I can text that son of a bitch. Because apparently <laughs> the Octazord's too stupid to understand voice commands, so it's basically kind of like my iPhone. Uh... G hates that Antonio is smarter than him, so he takes his phone, and then Antonio's like, no, screw you, and puts his foot down on the water table. This this angers G. G smash. And <laughs> then he gets knocked over because the gap sensor goes off and the other rangers push him down. But uh, the, the rangers head out without Antonio because Jaden has no balls of his own. He can't say, yeah, sure, go ahead, come, but no. Jaden's like, I have to borrow G's G. balls. Jaden's like, yes, boss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they attack. The Rangers lose. Antonio is being emo. Uh, Mike and Emily go and cheer him up because they love him and want to give him hugs and kisses, particularly Mike. Uh, meanwhile, Mia <laughs> trains with Jaden while she explains that he's being a worrying pansy ass and should just accept the fact that they choose to fight and it's not his job to protect them, that they got their own backs. Just do your thing. Uh, Kevin recently got his ass kicked, so he agrees that they need help and that he needs acting lessons. Uh, <laughs> From Antonio. No, I don't. Jane gives Antonio back his morpher as they go off to fight evil in the abandoned construction yard again. They all have happy fun times, so in the random canyon, Antonio struggles to find a place in the roll call. Absolutely hilarious scene. Uh, just a little random fact, I guess. The, the Shinkenger version had Genta outside of the the usual Shinkenger, like, Shiba logo banner in the back. He, he didn't get coverage. Outside, and he was like, hey, cover me too. And so they're like, <laughs> oh, and they extend the banner. So it was a nice take on that, since we don't do that. It was, like, a really good adaption for once. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. So he... You mean they actually changed something? Holy yeah. crap. 
He makes them all move over, and then he, like, pelvic thrusts barrels out of the way, and he's like, fuck yeah, I got room. They get out of the way. <laughs> God, I was too traffic. <laughs> uh, so they morph, and then he realizes that he needs to stop oogling over the fact that he's watching them fight, and actually fight himself. He kills a bunch of moogers, and then proceeds to break the fourth wall. He's like, if that was too fast for you, let's rewind, and then they go, because... <laughs> Shin Kendra was all excited, and they did this thing where they always would, like, go back and show Genta fighting because he fights all fast. And so they decided to do that by breaking the fourth wall and mentioned a rewind, and then he sat there and explained, like, the Barracuda Blade has a barita bite, or whatever Spanish thing he said. I don't really know. It's like, they'll do that, like, in... He said, los oboes. That's me and my Antonio wa fast uh, anyway, Antonio the wall called and they want it, it's, it's drywall back. So Antonio and Jane team up to break through the full body blades of Nylock of the Day. Literally, he was doing drywalling, what? I'm pretty sure that's racist, Brian. Please, Mexican, just not to put up drywall. He's Antonio Garcia. Yeah, that's his full name, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Is Antonio Garcia. Garcia. So you got Jane Shuba and Antonio Garcia. That's all we got. And, uh, Kevin Economy. They pwn the monster with the Barracuda bite and the blazing strike attacks. So he gets all big, and then they're like, oh crap. And they're like, well, we have to go Mega Mode without you, Antonio. And like, he's got a Zord. He can do it too. I know. You forgot already? God, you guys are dumb. <sighs> so, anyway, they uh, make the Samurai Megazord and they fight, and then they lose pretty bad. And then Antonio's like, oh, help. And. He texts Octazord, and then Octazord saves the day. He goes to Mega Mode, gets in the cockpit, and then Mia uses her super women intelligence. Uh, you cockpit. She uses her super intelligence of womanhood and realizes that shit can combine with the Shinkano. So they. F- oh, it can combine with the Shinkano? Or is, is that the Mopar? Megazord. The Octospear Megazord. Wonderful name there. Octospew. I guess it's better than <laughs> Octospew. I guess it's better than Eco when you think about it. But. Yeah, anyway, since they just attached the name. Uh, Antonio is amazed at what the Megazord cockpit looks like. He's like, oh, so this is what the cockpit of a Megazord looks like. I'm like, it, dude, it looks exactly like the an Octazord, except there's six <laughs> pedestals instead of one. It's the same thing. Uh, he's amazed by They're the same cockpit. cockpit. <laughs> I think, Ew. I think he's just stupid. Anyway, they defeat the Nylock with their Samurai Slash theme, and then Antonio wants to have a fish fiesta or fiesta or what, I don't know, what is Spanish shit. He really <laughs> needs to stop with the Spanish. Like, just stick to, like, Excelente and Fantastico and call it a Obre day. los obos. Go home, Dora. Speaking <laughs> of home, Mia comments about her fine cuisine and then everyone makes barfy faces. Uh, G and Jane discuss how things have changed, that they aren't just themselves anymore, and they have to realize that they have to accept their team and all that stuff we went over episodes ago. And then everyone has happy fun time and eats fish. And then it ends. And then it ends. She doesn't lull in her mouth like He's just going off into the distance, <laughs> mumbling and walking away. <sighs> okay. So, um, I thought this episode was really good. So did like, I. I concur. Again, sir. with like using the samurai standard, since if you use yeah. like PR standard, you get to compare things to yeah. space. In which case, yeah, and then it just gets crushed and like grinded into the ground. So, uh, using the samurai standard, this was an absolutely fantastic episode. It was 
basically just Shinkenshi 18, except most of it was actually adapted well. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, Genta showed up in, like, this weird, like, samurai presentation garb, and he looked like a complete tool. And so, like, obviously that didn't work here, so they dressed him up like a character from Glee, so he looked like a complete tool, and it was basically the American version of a complete tool, so it worked really well. It was perfect. Um, His training scene out in his random remote desert was... Cool. Desert island. Was uh, really well done. It shows off the fact that Steven Skyler actually does have pretty good martial arts experience. He's like, check it out in a GI doing my own stunts. What now, bitch? <laughs> he just runs away crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the puns that were used in this episode, like at the very end, Jane's like, "Oh, you're, you're worth your weight in gold." I'm like, I'm dumb. but like the Nylock said some sort of weird thing, like, "Is this your backup plan because I'm done backing up or something?" It was kind of funny to me. But, like, the puns are getting a lot less, and when they are made, they're actually entertaining. Mm-hmm. So they're getting better in that aspect. As far as, like, the acting goes, uh, Steven just totally rocks. <laughs> like, his delivery of certain things are really weird, but I blame mm-hmm. that on the character as opposed to him. Yeah, that's exactly what I blame it on, because it's really hard to portray certain elements of Ganta. But, most all elements. Like we said before, for what it's worth, he's doing an absolutely fantastic job. Uh... Emily's getting tolerable too. She stopped yelling everything. So that, that's Jaden. Oh God. Good example. There we go. Tommy. Mia still bothers me. Her her delivery of things is just still really flat. I think you just don't like Asians. I don't remember what episode it was. I was watching the other. Oh, it was the unexpected arrival. When like it was all serious and tense because Jaden thought he heard something like. She started laughing like she it was supposed to be serious, and her she was a horrible actor. She started smiling. I saw it. <laughs> She's like, "There's no one here." I'm like, man, that was like, what is this Seinfeld? I think she was making fun of Jaden. <laughs> well, no, but like everyone else was like, it was a serious moment. Like, everyone else had a serious look on her face, and she wasn't supposed to deliver the line like that. You could tell. Okay, I'll rewatch it, and I'll let you know what it is. Okay, I believe you. Okay, better otherwise I'm fucking leaving. You're just oh, here with Yeah, but I. I... I liked it. It was. Yeah, I was. Re- I really enjoyed it. I hate, but I thought it was a pretty damn good episode. I did too. Like the last two have been really good for me. Like were I, they good for you? Yeah, they were <laughs> great for me. But anyway, I liked it. it was yeah, good. so did I. I uh, get Sashuki seal of approval, even though if I don't got one of those. Like, um, I love like not like loved the scene, but like it pissed me off when G took uh, Antonio's morpher. Like, I loved it, his reaction. Yeah, it was the perfect reaction. Like that's what I would have been like. Get over here right now and fucking punch you in your face, <laughs> fucking grum. Like most of the time, where's Broodwig like, now? <laughs> most of the time, the reactions are just like they're just standing there going, "Hey, give it back." He yeah. was actually about ready to like just punch the crap out of that guy. Yeah, it was it was a perfectly like logical reaction, and I loved it. Like that made me so mad. He's like, "You're not a samurai." So you cannot be a Power Ranger. I'm like, no. That's a good you know how many people have been Power Rangers that aren't even qualified? Like, uh, when I watched it, I was thinking about like in Shinkender, that explanation works, even though like it doesn't really matter as long as you're helping save the world. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna turn down help because he, he did good. But like, it worked more in uh, Shinkender because of like the samurai code, and like in every Sentai universe, they're like the only Rangers. But in the Power Rangers universe, that excuse does not work for me. Yeah. 
Because, like, you don't have to be a samurai to be a Power Ranger. It just bugged me. Like, he can be a Power Ranger on his own. Fine, he doesn't need you. You don't and have then he, like, to samurai training. I know, it was it so stupid. like a retarded splinter event. Yeah. <laughs> it you can do it like better this. than I do. Now I'm all conscious of it, so I won't be able to do it anymore. <laughs> but, uh, and then it pissed me off. He, like, pockets it. I'm like, dude, the guy built that himself. You're a jerk. I know. <laughs> it pissed me off. Like, like this guy has the intelligence up. to, like, make a morpher that actually, like, turns the symbol power, like, electronic symbol power, and, like, craft the entire thing and actually make it work. And this douchebag has the nerve to just take it because you're not a proper samurai. I know. I hate that. Piss me off. Take that stick and thwap him upside the face. What is with the stick? <laughs> Seriously. Put it down. Why are you... I think he sleeps with it. Uh, Why is he holding it? I don't know. I don't um, know. Other comments. I Like we said, I love that scene where he... uh like try to get into the roll call. I thought that was good. Yeah, that was that was crafted absolutely fantastic, fantastic. Uh, I loved the Mike and Antonio fist pump of the best actors on the show. It was like mm. best actors fist pump, and they pumped it. It was good. It was good. And and um, I don't know. It was just overall really good. Like I like the way it's all working out. It's kind of sad we're getting Antonio's story more than everyone else before him. Yeah, I know. It's kind of stupid. The, the Kiwi kids piss me off though, honestly. Like it's not like, even the fact that they're they're not hiding their accent while well, it is, but like it's just yeah. they're so obnoxious, I guess. I know. Like I wish they would have just like I don't want to say dubbed over it because we still have having a Dino Thunder, but I wish they would have just like ha- filmed the scenes and then had a narrative over it of like Jaden or Antonio explaining what happened. Like, hey, remember how we were training and then we like did stuff and yeah. my dad came and took me away forever. Like, that was fun. <laughs> and I also thought it was funny how uh, last episode uh, Antonio was like, man, you're even better than I remember you, or just as good as I remember you. Last time he saw Jaden, he was like, boom, 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 just like hitting. He was just, he was just going. <laughs> yeah, he was just like hitting the mannequin straight on. <laughs> I think Antonio had better technique. He did. Honestly. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh, the Balkan skull scene. Spike, Sorry. Like, the whole Spike rescuing the Pink Ranger thing reminded me of Spinelli rescuing Sonny in General Hospital. But, in one of his dream sequences. But, um, the whole smoothie thing, like, honestly, whenever I see that joke on TV, it literally gets me a little bit upset because of how overdone it is. Like, if you still find that funny, I hate you. <laughs> like, seriously, that's the oldest joke ever. They had it before there were blenders. That's how old it is. And, and that scene was just so forced for me. Like, most Bulk and Spike scenes are, but that one was just so random. Like, they just had that scene and then nothing else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But overall, good episode. I agree. I also like the fact that they didn't complain about uh, his cooking and saying, oh, it's bland. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't keep that. Holy crap. So now it's time for Retrospective Ranger Rambles. Yes. <laughs> okay, so bear with me here. Lost Galaxy had a lot going on. Okay, everyone ready? I'm ready. I'm on my podium, I got my notes. Okay, so we open up, and they're like, in the not-too-distant future, four months from the last season. <laughs> we go in Ter- we built TerraVenture in four months, and now we're going to go find the new world. Yay! Okay, so now, uh, after that, the rain is killing my windows, um, we cut to the sage of bad acting on Miranoi, and he's like, these stones are for the chosen! 
And then all these D-bags try to open the open uh, to pull out the Quasar sabers. And then all of a sudden Furio shows up and is like, oh, I'm a melon head. And he shows up and he's like, I will get the Quasar sabers. And he tries to pull them, but he can't because he's a D-bag. And then everyone just starts scattering everywhere. Meanwhile, we cut back to Earth, and we are at the station to get to TerraVenture, and uh, Leo gets kicked out by an extremely disgruntled uh, airport employee or spaceport employee. He's like, you don't come back. Like, you have a passport. I'm like, dude, chill. Like, Leo's seriously like, dude, chill. I think that was, like, improv. Like, the dude was seriously pissed. Anyway, he goes outside. He's like, man, why didn't this red velvet porn shirt get me in? And then he sees an old lady being attacked by three generic thugs. They're like, give me your passport. And then he tricks them into taking uh, an envelope and shows off his martial arts skills. And she's like, what will I do now? He's like, here, I tricked them because I'm dashingly handsome. And then he hands it to her. And then she's like, the new, the new world needs young men like you. And then he's like, why, like, why is he not qualified? He's like a 20-year-old like healthy guy that has somebody on the ship that knows him. And she's 80. Why is she going to the new world? I don't know. Anyway, so apparently that lady telling him that the New World needs him gives him the okay to break the law and uh, stow away on the ship. So he stows away on the ship, pushes a little black girl out of the way so he can see out the window. He arrives on the ship, and then he, security starts chasing him, so he disguises himself as a TerraVenture guard. And they end up on the moon with Kendricks and Kai, uh, who he ran into earlier, and his brother Mike. And they're doing a pointless moon exercise, which, first of all, like, how can they breathe on the moon? Second of all, what is the point of just having them run around and having bombs explode? <laughs> Captain's like, all right, whoever's legs don't blow off, you win. So they're running around, bombs are exploding. <laughs> it's the, the Ko- Koichi Sakamoto boot camp. Pretty much. That's exactly what it is. I didn't even think about that. So they're doing this exercise, and then Leo saves Kendrick, and she's like, hey, you're the stowaway that I wanted to have sex with earlier. And then Kai's like, hey, you're the stowaway I was jealous of. And then Mike's like, what are you doing here, Leo? I told you not to come. And then he gets all on his face. And then Maya falls through uh, the portal, and the Stingwingers are chasing her. And she's like, oh, man, Marino, I need your help. And then the guys look at her boobs and go, sure. <laughs> so then Mike and, Kendrick's, Mike and Kendrick's go off with her through this portal, helping a girl they've never met before, going to an unknown portal that may close forever. But whatever, that makes sense. And he orders Leo to stay back, but Leo is all stowaway again and goes through the portal. Meanwhile... Uh, apparently they don't do a head check on the ship, so no one notices that anyone's missing except Kai, who's sad. <laughs> and Kai, Kai sees an ad for the Astro Mega Ship Museum, goes to it, and starts to commandeer it. And Damon's like, "What? The ship can't fly? You know how long this has been parked? Like three weeks. This is ridiculous." <laughs> and Elf is like, "Ay, ay, 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 ay!" And then so Damon agrees to fly the ship, and they take off through the portal, which apparently they knew there was a portal in space. So then. Uh, the three, the three that went through the portal, end up at uh, where the Quasar Sabers were with Furio, and then they're like, "You think you can stop us? The three of you?" And then they're like, "No, the six of us, me and the mechanic." <laughs> and then they start fighting, and Mike gets backed up by Furio into the Quasar Saber, and he's like, "No!" And he pulls the saber, and then he's like, "Hey, four guys I've practically never met before, come and pull the other ones." So then they pull him, and Furio's like, "Oh, if no one can have them, then I mean, if I can't have them, no one will." And he turns everything into cement. And they start running, and then Furio cuts him off, and he's like, fuck you, I'm going to create a crevice. And then Mike pushes everyone out of the way and purposely kills himself, apparently, because he didn't try to move out of the way at all. He could have easily done it. And then Leo's like, no! And, and Mike's, like, holding on by two fingers, apparently, and he's like, here, take the saber. You can carry on for me. And like, what do you mean? You've only not even, you're not even a ranger. You're just holding a sword. You're being too epic. And so the crevice closes up. Mike's all sad for, like, four seconds. And then they raise the sabers up, and they become... On the Power Rangers. And apparently the cement thing that was chasing them earlier is... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, Kiefer. 
<laughs> Obligatory Mike joke. Everyone screams Mike when he falls through. Damon's never met Mike. Seriously. What's that about? We could talk about that again later if we want. Anyway. I can't believe I forgot that. Sorry. So anyway, apparently the cement stuff that was chasing them gives them enough time to have epic battle introduction sequence. They arrive on the ship. Alpha's like, aye, 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 the Power Rangers are back. And then Kendrick's is, I mean, uh, Maya's like, we've been chosen to be the Power Rangers. And she's wearing her Morpher on the outside of her glove for no reason. And then so after that, um, the next episode gets the introduction of the Zords. So uh, Maya starts, like, sensing animals. So her, her and Leo take off in the Astro Mega ship and they find the animals um, that are trapped. At some point, the rest of the cast shows up. They morph and free the Galactic Beast. And they're like, hey, they owe you a favor. And then fake Elvis shows up. Elvis, fake Elvis shows up in the city. And he's like, "Oh!" And then Leo kills him for showing up. And <laughs> then he grows big by drinking juice. I don't know Gatorade. And then um, so they're like, "What do we do?" And Leo's like, "I'll show you. Get pwned." And then the Galactivists show up and they team up with Leo and they give him a fire blast and he's dead. I, don't, I totally like improv that, so I have to find where my notes are. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So now the, ne- the story picks up again. Oh, yeah. They end up getting trans daggers, which allow the, the, um, the Galactic Beast to turn into Zords, to mechanical Zords, and transform into the Megazord. But there's really nothing huge about that. But then the story picks up with the Lights of Orion, in which Dakrina has a monster disguise himself as Mike and tries to trick Leo into getting the lights for her. Um, but it turns out that the box is empty. And then uh, next episode, Leo goes back to the cave where the lights were, finds Furio. Furio used self-destruct. And the Magna Defender saves him, and my voice breaks. And then Magna Defender gets all angsty about his son, and we learned about how his son is killed and stuff, and he's just really angsty. And then, like, the Lights of Orion saga, like, this little bit, is like a bunch of just red herrings and random attempts to get the lights. Like, at one point it was in flowers or something. (laughs) And anyway, um, so then all of a sudden an episode, there's also an episode about cake. I don't know. I'll talk about that later. I don't even want to get into it. Maya senses the lights, and sort of, Scorpino's after them. Everyone's after them. Uh, a villain called Destructo, I think this is what I know, say, got the lights trapped in a, in a jar, uh, but Drakina poisons him, uh, poisons him, <laughs> poisons him, Magna Defender, like, pones him, and then the jar breaks, and the lights go to the Power Rangers. So they get a shiny new power-up, and so does the Megazord. Right, and then we get some more filler, and then the next arc is the Lost Galactic Beast. Kendricks finds a, a missing page about the Galactic Beast in the Galaxy Book. Um, Maya senses them, uh, the Galactic Beast. And then meanwhile, Damon and uh, Kai are, meant, are being made to fight each other by Deviat um, uh, with like these collars. And so, and then at some point, he summons these new mechanized Zords, and the Rangers go to fight them, but the Galactic Beast refuse to fight them. And then the next episodes have the Rangers playing stupid and not realizing why the Galactic Beast won't fight these guys. And Maya's like, man, I can sense these Galactic Beasts like they're right in front of me. But it can't be these mecha things that look just like Galactic Beasts. <laughs> and then Kendrick finds out they're Galactic Beasts and says, no, you can't hurt them. They're the Galactic Beasts. And then they steal their remote and then the Galactic Beasts are their BFF Facebooks for life. So then they got more Galactic Beasts. Okay, and then Deviat, being a dick, try- tricks the Rangers into killing Scorpino. I don't know how he did that, like... Why would they not want to kill Scorpino? I don't know. And then Dakina goes all mad face and goes to train on Onyx with a new guy called Villamax. And after all her training, she tries to go after Leo and fails horribly. Then we get some more filler with, uh, you know, Dracina just taking over his main villain and her establishing some new uh, henchmen and whatnot, such as Villamax and Deviat and then some other short guy I forget the name of that looks like a really creepy alien Einstein. Um... Then we have the epic team up with space, so I start fapping because space is back. 
So Trakina revives the Psychos. They start going after the Galaxy Rangers. Uh, Psycho Black is confused because he's going after a Green Ranger. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, Andros <laughs> shows up, and and Leo's like, hey, I remember you. And then slowly but surely, all the others trickle behind him, and then they all defeat the Psychos. And they're like, hey, why don't you stay on Terra Avenger for a while? And they're like, okay. But then everything's not peachy because Psycho Pink is alive, and she goes like batshit crazy like Margaret Cochran, and she stabs Cassie's morpher with the Quasar Saber, and Kendrick thinks it's a brilliant idea to go into it. She's like, pretty, and then she, she dies. <laughs> and then, for whatever reason, the Quasar Saber just goes off somewhere, and so um, they go searching for it, and at some point, Corone disguises herself as Astronema. I believe it's on Onyx. It could have been a different planet, but it looks like Onyx. Um, and she tries to get the Quasar Saber back, um, but then they're onto her, but she ends up getting it. There's a struggle with Takina. She goes Why over the she cliff. do that? Like, Good what? Do what? Dress up as an astronomer. Everyone knows astronomer died. She she pretended she was like, oh, I'm back to my ways of evil or something. That's what I remember. And they're like, okay. And then Turkina's like, no, I'm the new bad bitch in town. And then there's a bitch fight, and she falls over the edge and holds I'm the on. New and big ke- bitch, isn't that cool or what? <laughs> you're like, look at, and like, bitch, I want you to lick your tit. <laughs> and then they have a tit licking contest. <laughs> and then that's when Corone falls over the edge. And then Kendricks is like, I want you to be the new Pink Ranger. And she's like, guys, I'm the new Pink Ranger. <laughs> and she gets the Quasar Saber. Um, and then after that happens, we get a little bit of filler, just like random, you know, her getting adjusted to the team. And then uh, there's also there's some kind of episode about how Maya's like, I like Kendricks better. And Corone's like, fuck you, I'm way cooler. And then uh, there's also an episode about the Battleizer in which Corone recalls an event in which she fought a warrior as astronomer and froze him and she feels bad. Um, and then it has like this star thing and ends up being the battleizer and apparently ancient weapons are giant cannons and slippers so then after that happens uh, we start. We actually get to the namesake of the season the Lost Galaxy is Mutiny transports the Terra Venture to the Lost Galaxy for about 8 episodes <laughs> and Mutiny aboard, aboard the ship pretends to be their friend uh, the idiot crew believes them and he drops a giant monster off uh, then basically it's just like some filler about mutiny, like enslaving people. Eventually Mike, Leo, and Kai are captured. They free the slaves. Uh, the portal to go back, they find the portal to go back home, but it's not big enough. Oh, fuck, I totally skimmed over Mike becoming the Magnet Defender. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, after the lights of Orion. <laughs> Sorry. So much happened. Okay, uh, after the lights of Orion, Magnet Defender revealed to Leo that he was in that crevice, about to die, and he stole Mike's body to live. He was, like, living off Mike's body. They kind of merged, using him as life support. And then after Magnet Defender died, Mike was back. Leo was all angsty, and he was like, you know what, dude, you should be Red Ranger. You pulled this, and Mike's like, nah, I don't want to work for a living. And the Magnet Defender shows up, and he's like, dude, take over his Magnet Defender. And he's like, man, I guess. Now I have to have a job. So he becomes a Magnet Defender, and he uses the Die Ranger Morpher. Back to the future. Okay. Anyway, so Mike uses the Torazord. I was going to edit that, but I think I'm going to keep it in. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Because I started improving. Anyway, so then Mike sacrifices the Torazord and the Magna Defender powers to get them through to uh, back to their galaxy. And so, um, then Terra Venture crash lands on... Well, they, well first they see, see the New World, and then they crash land on a moon. So then it's just the main dome... And they, so it's and the dome is cracking, so they need to evacuate everyone to the new world. Yeah, sure, new world, whatever. Don't think it's really new. And then Maya's like, can you imagine having beaches that are untouched by footprints? Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. So anyway, the uh, 
the, they're evacuating everyone to the new planet. And uh, then <laughs> Trakina sends a bunch of suicide bombers to uh, Terra Venture. Apparently, she's Al Qaeda. I don't know. Um, and then they send the extra Galacta Beasts to go fight them because they don't care about them. They get blown up. Um, and then the Rangers' Astro Mega ship gets chased by the giant Scorpion ship, and they sacrifice it and take off in the Jet Jammers, which totally suck ass. Everyone lands safely back on the New World, except for Leo, who lands on the moon. And then he wanders on to the um, the dome in which Turkina has decided to finally uh, mutate in the cocoon, which I forgot to mention, but they'll be covered. And she's all like extremely creepy monster face. And they start fighting. Uh, epic battle. The the dome is on a collision course for New Earth, or that's whatever. Um, then the Rangers are like, oh fuck, we did a head count this time, and Leo's not here. We better go back and get him. And then they go back to get him just in time for Leo to explode himself with the battleizer. But all that happened is his helmet got like cracked a little bit. It's just it's cool, just to show that he's in the suit, and the suit's a little dirty. So then they show up, um, or not show up. They then they show up. Fuck, sorry. And then the uh, the Galaxy Megazord lands the dome safely on Miranoi. Oh fuck, spoilers. <laughs> and then they find out it's Miranoi and actually not a new world. Um, they go into the jungle, place their Quasar Sabers, and it heals all of the cemented people and brings back Kendrick's WTF mate. And uh, and then it's a whole new world, a brand new place I never knew. And they start getting all happy and jumping up and down, and it's a new world. And then off-camera, the people of TerraVenture begin to treat the people of Miranoi like the Indians and just totally bulldoze over all their territory and pave cities. Take over their home tree. Yeah, they just they destroy home tree. <laughs> to get the unobtainium and then it's all happy because America has conquered another planet. <laughs> Alright. I'm so sorry I skipped Magna Defender. I feel bad. You should feel bad. Sorry. Okay. First of all, Kevin? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's out of the way. Okay, so story first, Brian, you can tell. <laughs> you know what? Wait, let me do this again. Kevin? Kevin. One Two, okay. There's no point. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you kick the story off since I just talked my ass off and totally forgot the Magna Defender. Okay. Okay, so... Lost Galaxy is one of those really iffy things for me. Yeah. Because the plot was going every which way at the same time. See, the way I felt it is there was really no plot and just a bunch of different events <laughs> that were supposed to be connected that weren't really. <laughs> That's the way it felt to me. I can agree with that. Like, oh, it was such a mess. This was messier than Turbo. It kind of was. Like Tur- Turbo knew where they were going. <laughs> like, it has just so many good things going on. Yeah. That just fail because of bad connecting and then a ton of behind the scenes things. Yeah, like, they had so many great ideas. Like, the idea of a space colony and, like, the way the powers were done with the Quasar Sabres, fantastic. The whole setup with the Lost Galactabeast and everything, great. But, it, like, you could tell that they were going to try to connect it into a story, but. They were just like a bunch of different floating puzzle pieces mm-hmm. that didn't connect to anything. And it doesn't help the fact that, like, they originally started this in the future. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, retconned it into 
all this takes place right after space. Yeah, but you know what bugs me about that is that Bulk was like not old. Bulk was in it, but it was supposed to take place at some point in the future. Yeah. Professor Phenomenus would be dead. He is dead. Well, maybe not. I don't know how. Well, I mean, in the time. <laughs> like, don't go, I, Kevin. I forgot if uh, if they ever said. They just said in the not too distant future. In the future. I want to say it was supposed to be about five. They just said in the not too distant future. That's all they yeah. said. But but the, but the whole it did give the vibe that it's been longer than a year. Yeah. Like with the futuristic like spacesuits on the thing and I don't know. Reminded me a lot of Avatar. They made Earth seem really boring. Yeah. <laughs> they were on it. Like. I don't know. This the season just has so many problems. It really did. Like, like budgeting start, like, for one thing. Like supposedly they were on a pretty tight budget. Yeah. So the budgeting made a lot of things suck. It made us have like 12,000 different opening credits. Yeah. Because like if Bulk wasn't in the episode, then only Phenomenus was credited. If none of them were, they weren't in the opening. Yeah. Like the side characters, if you weren't in the episode, you weren't in the opening. (laughs) As opposed to just having a static opening that only change when they introduce new people to add to the opening. Like, yeah. If you weren't in the episode, you were out of that opening. Like it just like was budgeting really that goddamn tight that you could pay the people to be in the opening. You only had to pay the people to edit the the opening. I know. <laughs> Stupid. Unless they did it themselves. <laughs> like like yeah, Cam's that, and then like Kendrick's uh, getting cancer. Jason Narvi leaving. Oh yeah, because he wanted to go become a doctor. <laughs> He's Jason Narvi for twelfth doctor. Just saying it right now. Yeah. Dr. Maki for 13th Doctor. <laughs> like, S- Skull went off and had Spike. That's why he didn't go in. Yeah, that's probably why. We didn't see Kimberly was under those sheets. <laughs> uh, like, is, I mean, as far as the actual plot goes... Like, like it was a bunch of good ideas. Definitely good like ideas. I agree, it was a bunch of good ideas. Like, I can't comment too much because it's been so long since I've seen any of this. Okay, and well, unlike you, I haven't watched it. Well, okay. Um, like, let's, let's start from the... Here's what my main problem is. I'll start from the beginning, just sort of like not like a long analysis, but analysis from the beginning. Okay, the beginning, this is what hindered me from enjoying it. Like, when I was little, I was like, yay, Power Rangers! And then it started bothering me when I, re- I rewatched it on Generations, uh, like, probably once or twice amongst the airings, and then I rewatched bits and pieces again, like I always do for this. The pilot ruins it for me. Because of how it was set up, like the character, character-wise, uh-huh. it was the, in my mind, the worst setup of five people getting together ever. <laughs> like Kendricks and Kai knew each other. Mike was an acquaintance, but he didn't even matter. I didn't even mention him. That's how bad he didn't matter. And like Damon, oh, it pisses me off the way. That, and like Maya, they've never met Maya. For all they know, she's a demon that's trying to take her into their space hole, and she's gonna <laughs> eat their souls with her boob claws. Like they don't know anything. <laughs> and she, they just follow her, no question asked, and it just didn't make sense. And then Damon's like, "Hey, I'm a space mechanic. I'm a token black guy." And like, it just then the, they were all being BFF Facebook, and then Mike, not Mike, uh, Damon screaming for Mike like he knew who he was. It was so awkward and forced that it bugged me. And Maya, even Maya, Mike, you didn't even introduce yourself, huh? You better step off. Um. 
it, it would have made more sense to me if they were on the training exercise. First of all, if the training exercise made sense, that would do that first. Mm-hmm. If, if they would have been fighting, and then, like, in mid, running from random bomb, they just fall through a portal on Amir Noi. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Because then they didn't choose to be there, and then Kai's like, oh, fuck, my friends fell through a portal. And then he goes to find him. Instead of being like, and he needs to get a portal gun, first of all, but... <laughs> story. And then the setup just bothered me. And, like, Mike's death, it's like, I don't say death is a good idea. It was a good idea for, like, a character development. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was so downplayed. Like, in the first episode, he's like, oh, man, my brother's dead, and I have a pawn face. And, like, Maya's whole world has been murdered. And other than a few moments, <laughs> other than a few moments, like, in random filler episodes where she'll be looking off into the sky, and then Kendrick's will be like, what's wrong? She's like, my people are dead. And it's like, she's like, whatever, have some cake. And then it's fine. They don't have, because it's PR, you can't really have a true emotional reaction to this. So it just felt weird. And the beginning was so awkward, and... They're used. They're dirtying my mega ship. Only the space rangers can touch my mega ship. <laughs> and uh, the villain. The, we'll talk about this in villains, but they were set up awful. We, we didn't have a proper introduction, if any introduction, to the, who the villains were and why they were fighting. There was no motivation. They just pulled the sabers, and for all they knew, they were just escaping these villains on a random planet. There was never any proper introduction to hey, we had to protect the space colony. Yeah. And then. Uh, then the, the Lights of Orion saga is my least favorite saga. I never really liked it. It, it just felt really boring to me. I, I was just totally bored by that episode. Oh, well, I'm going to say it right now. Like, this is the season, like, not to just totally, like, discount it completely and hate it, but this is the season that made me leave PR. Yeah, it's true. And, and Kevin. He just left now. He couldn't even <laughs> handle it. We said Lost Galaxy, he was out. He couldn't handle it. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, the that last episode. I remember... I remember Kevin said he was ha- it was halfway about when he left. Uh, it was a little less than that for me. Like, I don't really even remember the Lost Galactic Beasts. Really? I I left the only year I left. I left Ninja Storm for a little bit, but that was it. <laughs> like I'm trying to. But I didn't leave it because of Ninja Storm. I left it because my friends gave me such shit. <laughs> Well, while you're thinking, I, I'm just gonna talk quick. I left somewhere in here. I don't know where. Somewhere around, somewhere around the first quarter, let's say, the first like twelve, maybe fifteen. Yeah, like first I, quarter. Like, I remember the whole thing with the power of pink into the tenth power and stuff, but I'm, I think that, it's just that might be Jetix. I, I watched it on Jetix. Yeah. Like as far as like being a kid, like I, the last thing I vaguely remember is the Lost Galactic Abuse. Yeah. Um. But the Lights of Orion was boring. I don't know if you saw it on Jetix. It was for me. It was boring. Like the Magnet yeah. Defender was cool. I liked the Magnet Defender, like the first one before Mike. Uh-huh. He was cool. I liked his voice. I thought the character was cool. They had a good background with like his kid dying. That's pretty dark for PR. And I thought it was a good background. But other than that, the Lights of Orion saga was boring, and I just didn't care for it. And it just was kind of anticlimactic. And then Magnet Defender dying, like it was predictable that Mike was in there and whatnot. And Mike becoming a Magnet Defender was also predictable, but I personally would rather the Magnet Defender just stick around as himself. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, sacrifice himself to save the Rangers later. The Lost Galactabees, it was a cool story idea. From what I understand, like, I don't know anything fully, because I didn't research a lot. Just from what I've heard and random things I've read, there's something with the Lost... There was supposed to be a giant Lost Galaxy story about the background of the Lost Galactabees, and they were going to use the Die Ranger suits as the ancient yeah. Galaxy Rangers and shit. Yeah. But that never panned out because of production, like, money. They didn't have any of it because they went on the the uh, Amiaza or whatever that lady's name was. Um, 
But the Galactivis arc, it bugged me because of how stupid the rangers were. Maya's like sitting there dry humping these zords. Man, I really sense these animals. And then she doesn't even know that they're the Galactivis. Like, how stupid are you? And so that arc was just random. And and Scorpino dying, like, whatever. Like, he could easily be killed. I think he's, he needs to be on the biggest loser. <laughs> The stuff with he was, like a, he was like a giant yerk from Animorphs. <laughs> he was. Oh, I Animorphs. Was like a giant stinger attached. That'll, that'll be another random ramble. Animorphs. Nowhere to hide. No, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's only us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, and the, the stuff with Turkina training with Villamax, like on Onyx and stuff, was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll talk about Villamax later, but he was really cool. Um,. But the te- the team up was awesome because you get the Psycho Rangers and Space back. Okay, here's my thing: the team up itself was totally kick ass awesome. That's because space was in it. Because everything exactly. space touched turns like I love that team up just because mostly because of space. Space, guys, but, yeah, and the psychos. <laughs> we have to bring our space like sticky mess <laughs> into this. <laughs> but like the whole fact that they were like leading up to for Cassie to take over for Kendricks. Yeah, and then because. Patricia Jolie like, wanted too much money or something, so she didn't do it, and then they got uh, Melody Perkins to do it. Yeah. Instead, like, it was just such a switch. Like, they do all of this build-up for Cassie to take over, and then she's like, I'm leaving with them. Bye. Yeah. Like, dude, you guys are fucked. I'm going back to Earth where it's safe. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. I retired. <laughs> I'm retired. See this AARP card? Like, I mean... AAPR card? It's a retired Power Ranger. Uh, like, like I don't mind that much just because it was fun to see uh, Corone yeah. in a ranger position. Yeah, I like that. Like, it just bothered me to where like they spent so much. It's kind of like with Transformers, they spent all that time building up Sam and Michaela's relationship, and then the third oh. movie, they're just like, Pfft. yeah, he's like, I'm in love with a British chick because she's hot. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I've yet to see the movie, obviously, so I have no idea how they actually... It'd be a total that. different story if Tawny was playing the role, so it'd be an even Stevens reunion, yeah. and Twitty replaced his roommate from the last movie. That'd be epic. But that would be epic. I would totally love that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the episode, like, where Kendrick's died was pretty dramatic and awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was... It, it would have been awesome for her to take over his Galaxy Pink because there would have been an element of space there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than Corona, you know what I mean, the t- core team. But that it felt like it felt like an old school PR move where like was it, it just felt so messy like you knew there had to be something going on because it was so messy it was like a soap opera yeah like hey he's not Todd no fuck you Trevor St John is the Todd <laughs> anyway um, but like they ended up like salvaging it like not to the point where you didn't realize but, like that there was a bait and switch but the whole idea of like Crow and dressing up as astronomer and then becoming the Ranger was cool and wearing the tight leather outfit was also very appealing to me yes I, I um, completely agree with that. But Melody I thought it's gonna wear leather any day of the week. Fuck yes. <laughs> but um, like after that whole mess where it just like they led up to it and dropped it, they salvaged it with that Crone story, and that was one of my favorite parts of Galaxy was that part. Yeah. And um, and then they had some pretty good like there wasn't too many episodes in between the next arc, but they had some pretty good like setup of um, like Maya getting used to Kendricks and stuff. And <laughs> there was this one part that was funny when Leo was like, "Hey, call the Galactic Beasts." <laughs> And Crone's like, Galactivis, over here! <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and then the Battleizer storyline, 
it was a good idea. Like, that she felt bad for killing this dude yeah. and stealing his power. But it made no sense to me that an ancient warrior's power was a giant mechanical cannon thing <laughs> with slippers. Like, like, you can tell Bandai designed that and then Saban made the story. Uh... Um, but yeah, that didn't make sense to me. The Lost Galaxy arc. Okay. No. <laughs> The whole namesake was an eight-episode arc, which only two episodes really did anything, and the two episodes were the setup and then the ending. Like it was so pointless. It really was like it's like Lost Galaxy. It's like okay, then they get to Lost Galaxy. They enter the Lost Galaxy at episode thirty-five. <laughs> uh, oh, it was. It was. That's awful. like Gokaiger being labeled the anniversary season, and no one knew showing up, or none of them even doing their transformations until episode 35. Exactly. It's like DK, except... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um... No one new... Sh- no one, uh... No one old showing up, that's DK. Um... Yeah. But it was just horribly done. Like, what should have happened is they they should have spent the first few episodes, hey, look, it's Sarah Venture off in space. They get stuck into the Lost Galaxy by Scorpino, and he's the Lost Galaxy villain. You can bring in Mutiny later as a second villain, mm-hmm. change shit up. But they sh- the whole they should have been the Lost Galaxy the whole season and been lost. And that's why Scorpino exists. I'll go into that in the villains when I do my yeah, epic villain thingy. Like, the show's fucking called Lost Galaxy, and they were never lost. I know. Why did they even call them... Like, why did they even have the Power Rangers name the Lost Galaxy? Why is the thing called the... What is it? Like the Galactizer? Something galactic. Which I don't one? know. What's that? No, that's a transmorpher. It's like a transvestite morpher. That's creepy. <laughs> Change to girl. Change to boy. Um, but there was like, all the weapons being the Galaxy Megazord. Like, where did they get that? They naming their shit after Galaxy. They just thought it sounded cool. Almost. Anyway, but so that arc was horrible. It was just an excuse for Mike to lose his powers because he was useless. The finale was like it was pretty good. Like it wasn't like no countdown to destruction, but it was entertaining for sure. Yeah. Like it was cool to see TerraVenture get attacked. The suicide bombers was totally something that wouldn't happen today. Um, it was good drama. The fight between Leo and Turkina was good, um, and it was like it was a good ending. My biggest gripe with the ending, and probably one of my biggest gripes in the entire Power Rangers series in general, is Kendrick's coming back. No offense to uh, whatever her name is in real life, uh, Valerie. Valerie Vernon. There we go. Because she got cancer. I'm like, I don't want to be mean. No offense to you. I'm sure you're a nice person, but I didn't like Kendrick's coming back. I liked Corona as the Pink Ranger better, just as a personal choice, and I just. I I thought I just thought it was disrespectful. It kind of reminded me of the Todd thing, where they're like, "You're out. We got the old actress back. No more. Todd's got the scar. You're not Todd anymore." Like it just seemed kind of like it softened everything up. Yeah, it really did. Even the Miranoi people coming back. Who needs them? They can't even act. <laughs> uh, like the Miranoi people, I can at least understand. They just got turned to rock. Yeah, but I didn't Kendrick's want Kendrick's back. Died. Yeah, like you don't come back from exploding. Like, you can get de-unrocked. Yeah, like, this is transform rock or something. <laughs> like, that's fine, but, Rocko like, she, she, she died. And she magically is brought back. By the Quasar Sabres. Like, I mean, it was fine with the ghost thing. Like, if you want her in the finale, just make her the ghost thing, you know? Like, yeah, just be like the end of Star Wars, where yeah, they're having, like, an all... epic dinner, and they're like, hey, look, it's her and other people that have died. Zordon, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. So just have Zordon, Kendricks, and Yoda sitting on a rock. <laughs> but that bugged me to no end because I preferred Corona and I wanted her back for the Lightspeed team up. Yeah. 
Like, just as a personal choice. Nothing against the a person, but I just preferred her because I thought it was a cooler story, and I like Corone better, and I thought Melody Perkins is a pretty good actress. Right. Okay, but that covers the story. So the story was pretty much a mess. Like, it was a mess. They had good ideas to tie together, but it was a mess. I didn't like it at all, personally. Yeah, I didn't and, either. And, like, I don't know whether to mention this in Villains or not. Like, I'll just mention it now. Like, I talked about earlier, the villains weren't established. They didn't establish them at all. There was no motivation at all for them. Like, other than, like exactly. Like, why the hell were they attacking Terra Venture? I know. Well, well, that's from I forgot to mention. Is it seemed like all they were doing was jumping from, like, like goal to goal of what they were trying to go after. Like, like oh, we need your Quasar Sabers. We love them. We want to, like, rub them on our tentacles. We need them. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, fuck, Lights of Orion. They saw a shiny ball, literally. <laughs> Forgot about the Quasar Sabers. Like, it just seemed like they were going from thing to thing they were starting after. And then Scorpino died, and then Drakina was about revenge. That was when the villain finally got motivation. But there was no introduction, like, this is Scorpino. He wants to destroy Terra Venture. You, the Power Rangers, have to protect him. Like, there was no, like, no explanation. It felt like Samurai, like, in the beginning, where you just feel lost. Like, you don't know. That's why they call it Lost Galaxy. I found it out. <laughs> but that just bugged me. So that's not really... So, yeah. It was a mess. It was. It wasn't a hot, sticky mess. It was just a mess. Just a okay. all-around mess. So, characters next. All right, who do we want to start with? Okay, so, uh, as always, we'll start with the Rangers. Leo! Leo... Leo is a really mixed bag of emotions for me because I don't like I heard the actor's a dick which sometimes like like uh like pushes into my like opinion of that character sometimes mm-hmm. which I have a hard time with like he bugged me sometimes like the way he ripped his shirt off kind of creeped me out a little bit and didn't really sell the whole I'm a skinny red ranger thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he just bugged me but he had one of the better stories of all of the rangers yeah, I agree with that. Like, he had a really good, not not really backstory so much, but... Yeah, a good, like, like a running good, story. just overall story with Mike dying, and then... Like, Him. He's like, I don't belong anywhere, boo. Yeah, like, there was a good, like, a unique thing for a ranger not to be a goody-two-shoes, like, fundraiser kid, and he was actually, like, a criminal, sort of, that stowed away, and they never really resolved that. Yeah. But, like, that was a, a good thing, and his brother dying brought... Like, it didn't bring a lot of emotion, because... It is PR, and you can't really feel like, man, my brother died. Fuck. Yeah. Like, the whole time. But that was a good story, and then he had good time. Well, not a good time, but, like, a good story when Mike decided that he should be Red Ranger, and he was affirmed as the Red Ranger instead of Mike. Right, right. And, like, he ended up being, like, pretty heroic, like, in the end. But he was, other than, like, he had good, he had good character development, but he just kind of bugged me in general. Like, yeah, like, I... Completely agree. He was a good character. He had good development. He had a good story, but just like, like you said, for some reason, I just didn't really like him. Yeah, he just kind of bugged me. But he had, he actually did grow from the beginning to the end. Yeah, like he got buff. <laughs> like, but yeah, he was overall just he was okay for me. Like I, I'm just say he's okay. Like he's mid level for me just because of my. He just bugged me, but he had a good story. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should be talking about him more because he's red, but... Yeah, like, basically that's what happened. His brother died, he came back, he saved Terra Venture. And then he refused to come back forever red, and then he's like, fuck, everyone's coming back, so I gotta come back too. Yeah. End of story. But, like, yeah, he was okay. I'm trying to think if there's any other standout moments that he had to talk about. Well, not really, other than that shirt he wore in the pilot. What was up with that? <laughs> this was like a weird velvet. I don't know what it was. What did he do on the ship? Did he have a job? What was going on? He was a stripper. He just... 
Oh yeah, that's right. He's Chippendales. <laughs> Chippendales of, of the Lost Galaxy. <laughs> uh, he had some tension with Kai. Like there was an unresolved <clears throat> romance with Kendricks, sort of. Like they hinted at it, sort of. Uh, but like, I don't remember like a huge focus on it. But in the beginning, they just kind of hinted at it, and then she had to go and die. So that was, nope. <laughs> um, who should we go? Should we move on? Yeah. Leo just overall okay. Damon. Damon. Oh, Damon. <laughs> what Damon. the fuck, man? What the fuck, da- Damon? WTF? Okay, next. <laughs> like, okay. What the hell? Honestly, that's what I had to say too. I was trying to think of thoughts. Like, again, no offense to the guy. I think his name is Reggie. Yeah, Reggie Rolly or Rolly. <laughs> Reggie Rolls. So <laughs> sounds like a dish. Reggie like, Rock. Like Damon. <laughs> that was good. Damon. He didn't make sense to be a ranger. Like, he was just the mechanic wearing all green, like leprechaun mechanics do. And he, he, why did he know how to fly the ship? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, he's BFF Facebook with these guys. He lands. I don't even know why he got off the ship. He should have just stayed with the parked mega ship. He gets off the ship, becomes a ranger, and all of a sudden, he's best friends with these people he's never interacted with before. Yeah, and That's, like, he like, just gets blindly hired by Terra Venture to be their space mechanic. Yeah. And... He really didn't make a lot of sense. I remember him being kind of funny and having some funny lines that would make me like not like laugh, but just like, oh, that was funny. Mm. And he was like the comedic relief that that uh, what's his name, the guy next season, Joel, will be next season. They're yeah. The same character actually, practically, except the womanization. Yeah. But um, he just was kind of there for me. Like he had a few moments, but he really just felt like the most awkward out of the bunch. Yeah, like he just didn't fit in. Yeah, because even the people that didn't know each other had, like, six degrees of separation. He didn't have any, like, ties there. to anybody. Yeah, he's like, hey, I just wore the same mechanic outfit to every event. He has ties with Alpha, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He knew Alpha. Um, Kai next, I guess? Yeah. Kai is, like, Kai is one of the, tra- like, he's not, like, the complete dick blue, but he's more like the douchebag blue. Yeah, like, I honestly like Kai. Really? Like, just I didn't really care because he's in CSI. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Every it. time I see him in CSI, I'm like, "Hey, it's, it's a Power Ranger!" Like, I get excited. Kai was like the typical like by the book blue, but he wasn't like the dick like sky blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get it, sky blue. He was more like the a douchebag in a lot of ways. Like he he grew, he like grew by the end of the series and to be less of a dick, but he overall just kind of bugged me. Like he was. Like, I, I think I, I think I just like the. Like, intelligent, techie guy. Yeah, like, that's what he was, but he just... Bu- I don't know, he bugged me more than a lot of people. I mean, a lot of rangers. And he had a few good moments, like, with the Lost like Galaxy arc where he was chosen to be the Guardian or whatever. That was a good arc. And he had some good moments, but he just was overall kind of this bland douche for me and always was trying to, like, sour everyone's fun. <laughs> but, like, he... He didn't really have, like, a character growth, like, sort of like Leo, where he was, like, this, like, no purpose rookie into like a hero where Kai was more like he just mellowed out into kind of a nicer guy yeah and I don't know he just he really wanted to get promoted I guess I don't know but he was just kind of there for me I know that you love him because he's on CSI so sorry <laughs> so it's okay CSI Lost Galaxy investigate some unresolved fluid at Chippendales he's was honestly, it he's honestly not in it that much in CSI no, he's just a lab tech, isn't he? Yeah, he's just kind of there. They're like, hey, analyze this. He's like, alright. Same thing I did in Lost Galaxy. Uh, I 
It was fucking oh. name in CSS Archie. Archie? I'm like, that's your Where's name. Where's Veronica? What's going on? I don't know. Um, so, so, Maya? Yeah. She licked her tits. <laughs> <laughs> Maya was hot. I honestly have no idea what to say about Maya than the fact that she's going to be at the Detroit Comic Con soon. But Oh, God. I'll be out of town, so I'm not going, but... I think I'll be out of town. Oh, no, I think you... Never mind. I Actually, you no, I think it happened already. I think it was Mother's Day weekend or something. I don't remember, but anyway. Matt was totally, like, horny over her at the con. I, I think him and Ben just started humping the table when they got up to her. <laughs> okay, so, actual character-wise, I don't know. Uh, the only way she like, grew was that she just seemed to be less stupid by the end, which was a stretch. <laughs> I mean... No one noticed she wore that outfit around the whole place. Not only just because, like, it's skimpy, but just because everyone else was in uniform. Like, it was Star Trek. Yeah. What was up with that, anyway? I don't know. Um, I, but, you're right. Everyone was kind of, like, in Star Trek uniforms. Like, the um, the whole origin of the sabers and stuff I liked, but the, I don't know why they needed a jungle girl. Like, I don't understand it. She was just kind of really stupid. She was, like, a dumb blonde with brown hair and big boobs. <laughs> and, she like, she had some storylines about, like... And her general angst about Marinoi dying and, like, her friend came back, but it really wasn't her friend. And See, like, most Lost Galaxy people just were kind of there. Yeah. Like, she was just there to be generic jungle girl and be the worst possible choice for a male yellow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously, she's got, like, the biggest tits of anyone on Power Rangers, <laughs> and she plays a flat-chested young boy. <laughs> like, that, like, I'd love to see, like, the turbo version of that morph. Like, he gets her boobs and he just goes... <laughs> and they just suck in. <laughs> Uh, I completely agree. We had this discussion the other day. Yeah, like, like it looks me. Like male yellow turns into big boobed female. Yeah, big tits McGee. Seriously, bitch tits. Bitch tits. Yes, that's Maya's new name. Bitch tits. Sorry, Serena Vincent. Uh, she was overall like just okay. Like I mean, I didn't have any problems with her character, and by the end, I mean, she, she did have that solid. huge storyline about her eating that cake. Oh, summary, summary online Wikipedia. Seriously, go laugh at it. It talks about this plot about how Maya eats this cake and she feels bad. Last sentence says, will they get the Lights of Orion? <laughs> what? what? Was it? I don't remember. It was in the Lights of Orion arc. Just go after the Lights of Orion episode and few down. It's about cake. It's like three sentences. Do you see it? <laughs> no, but the thought is funny. Okay. After eating a cake, Kendrick's, Kendrick's baked for Damon unknowingly. Maya and Kendrick's have an argument which escalates into a fight with one of Scorpius's monsters, Destructo. Maya later realizes the cake was for Damon's birthday and apologizes to Kendrick's. They make up with the help of the other rangers. They fight off at the monster who escapes. Are they any closer to finding the lights of uh, no, no. <laughs> they just wasted time arguing about a cake. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Bitch, it was a cake. You know what's funny is when you read the first sentence, you, it sounded like you said Kendrick's baked the cake for Damon unknowingly. <laughs> she probably did. She just baked it. Where the fuck did the cake come from? <laughs> Gladys is like, thank you, cake drone one. Uh, oh, we baked the oh cake for you. God. It's fun. What a stupid episode. I know. That's one of the things. Oh, that's one of the things. You know what? I want to go back to that because that was supposed to be for story. I was going to say, um, what made Space so great is that there was hardly any episodic episodes to all this epic stories. Mm. All these epic stories. It's like they know all our stories. And the episodic ones that did happen, they were either a really good story 
and they weren't like traditional PR filler, or they were um, they had like a, a foreshadowing to something that would happen later, kind of like Fringe. Mm-hmm. But um, Lost Galaxy suffered from the fact that it was trying to be like space, be like the ne- space the next level, right. and be bigger and better. But they brought back the stupid filler to like fill in between these epic storylines, which made it feel awkward because they really failed at being space epic, bigger and better. They just couldn't top it. They tried to like, hey, space was popular. Let's do it again with galaxies, but then add cake. <laughs> Didn't work. Right, I forgot to mention that, that it was trying to be like space 2.0 and it I just failed. what I said about the next episode of Samurai being sucky. Or the, well, no, the episode after next. I don't remember exactly. That's the episode after the next episode. The next? That's someone about the toys. Okay. But The French people screwed like, us up. <laughs> they really did. Like, I take back what I said about that because... This thing about the cake is honestly the stupidest episode I've probably ever witnessed. It is, especially the last sentence about the lights of Ryan. <laughs> closer to finding lights but that's no. what, That's what did it is like it tried to be lost in space, like but on a galaxy scale, and then they were like, Oh, let's bring fillers back. Let's bring stupid fillers back. Like that's what I love about space. Space is my jet man. Nothing will ever be better than it. Yeah. Anyway, so on to Maya, she was she had big tits, she was hot. That is her character description. I know. Alright, Kendricks? Kendricks, um... Yep, she was Kendricks, she had glasses. So she was, like, probably our first overly intelligent female. Yeah. Um... Yeah? Yep. Well, Kendricks, like, I I prefer Corone. Like, when watching the episodes I watch, she's actually a pretty good actress, I have to say. Yeah, like, I Uh, liked Kendricks. I kind of like Corone more just because of the whole backstory thing. Like, Yeah, her being in leather and not in a Star Trek suit. But but Kendricks was okay. Like, it was cool to have an intelligent girl. Like, like I mentioned last season, is that, like, Cassie broke the mold of stupid, like, pink that, like, wants to sleep with the Red Ranger and needs his help. Yeah. And, like, Kendricks is, like breaks the mold too is like she's another like strong pink but like in a different way and she's not needy mm-hmm. and she had like a, she did a good job of filling her role as kind of like this supportive like intelligent character sort of almost like Billy in a lot of ways right. and um and like she she played everything good like there's not a whole lot to talk about with her because it seemed like she was gone so fast before she got a chance to do anything she had the episode where she thought she was a model that was stupid yeah that was an odd episode and that was like smack in the middle of something important too. I don't know, that's like the cake one. Stop coloring. <laughs> Sorry, I need to get this. <laughs> Just kidding. But she was, she was okay for me. I liked her. I thought she was a good, a good pink character wise. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm not gonna say she's one of my favorite pinks just because we've had so many good pinks over the years. Yeah. But like at that point, she was probably easily my second favorite pink. Yeah, up to that point, because yeah, starting in space, they actually became characters and not these like goody two shoes archetypes. Yeah. And she had she was she was good. Um, so Corone next. Yeah, we'll go to Corone next. Corone. Oh, well, okay, do you want to do Mike or Corone? Uh, do Mike just because it's next in the okay. wiki entry. Yeah. Okay. Well, we gotta be correct to wiki. Wiki is God. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mike. I didn't like Mike. I didn't. I liked the movie like Mike. It was entertaining, <laughs> but I didn't like this Mike. I like Samurai Mike better personally. I, me too. I think he's a better Mike. Like Mike's hair slicked back, but it's high up. I don't get it. 
Out of all the things to complain about, first thing out of your mouth is his hair. Which is funny, like, it's like slick back, like, but it's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned that. But Mike was, so like, such a generic person. He was, like, generic, like, all-American galaxy hero. Uh, G.I. Joe, the real American hero. Like, I didn't really understand why he didn't want his brother on the ship. Yeah. Like, because the commander's like, you'll never see Earth again. I hope you cry at your sleep tonight. Then why wouldn't he want his brother there with him? His brother wants to go. I would so... I don't have a brother. But I would so want my brother there if I was going to go and never see anyone again. Like, it didn't make sense. And then, you carry on for me, dude. You've held the sword for like five minutes. You need to stop being dramatic. Carry on for me. No. And he really didn't do anything. Like, he became the Magnet Defender, and that was it. And, like, he didn't do anything. He didn't really have any standout moments, except for when he sacrificed his powers, which was a good moment, I guess. But he was really the most bland character of all of them. Like, even Damon, who was just there, at least had a personality. Mike was just so bland. And his hair. What's up with I just didn't care for him, personally. Like, he's easily, I think, the most forgettable sixth, if you even want to call him one. Yeah. In term, I actually think I like Zane better than Mike. I do, too, and I hate Zane. I forgot to say, like, cause I remember last time, like, I think Zane's my least favorite six, but I think Mike is. Like, not the Magnet Defender, because we'll talk about him separately, but Mike, as the Magnet Defender, is my least favorite. Because Zane had a cool story and had his moments, but Mike didn't have any moments for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just lacked emotion. Like, I knew he was going to come back. I knew it. Yeah, other than no one can die in PR. Other than me, like, not liking him, I thought it would have been less predictable if he had taken over his red and Leo been the Magnet Defender. Mm-hmm. Which would have been kind of cool, considering Leo the Magnet Defender's whole relationship. Yeah. But they went the predictable route, but I really didn't like Mike. I didn't like Mike, too, either. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Enough like Mike jokes, little bow-wow and such. Yeah. So, Corone? Yep. I love Corone. I love Corone. I want to make babies with Corone. <laughs> I want to make with her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I remember when I seen Melody Perkins on... Uh... Malcolm in the middle, I was like, hey, it's Corone. It's Corone. <laughs> it's like Andros always, Corone. Like, I'm if like, I ever I'm see like, Malcolm, his... Corone's your babysitter. That's hot. I want Corone to be my babysitter. <laughs> well, you kept her until she was 20. That was Austin Powers. Except I think it was 24. Anyway. But, um, if you ever see Corone on the street or Melody Parker, you'd be like, Corone! Corone! <laughs> like little kid Andros. He's a better actor probably than those two samurai kids. Probably. Um,. But Corone was just fantastic story, like her impersonating astronomer, and like her taking over as Pink was cool because, like they talked about last season, how she like her and her brother's dream when they were little was to be Power Rangers. Yeah. And obviously hers wasn't realized at the beginning. Yeah, she didn't get her chance. And, and I felt like she she got a little bit focused of just general transition. She didn't get a. I'd like her to get more focused just because of what a good like story possibilities there was. But it always felt like to me that she was trying to redeem herself by being a Power Ranger, which was a really cool idea. Yeah, I liked that. Especially the Battleizer arc where she felt bad for poning that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a good story for a ping, and she's probably one of my favorite pinks just because she's astronomer. Yeah. She's probably in my like, top three favorite pinks. Because like, the she- entire concept was just really nice take on things. Like, ex-bad guy wants to redeem herself. She wants to help. She's hot. <laughs> she Everything wears leather. Just, <laughs> just kind of worked. Yeah. Like again, I really wish like she would have came back with the Space Rangers. Yeah. And like they could have built up her character instead of Cassie, but I mean, I had her as like a backup. Cassie to do it. 
but like if she was just actually there with the Space Rangers to introduce her rather than just like out of left field bringing her back well, in. It might have made sense just because Andros was like, hey, we got our AAPR cards, we're retired, but if you want to like look for this Quasar Saber, these dudes are after it, it would help. She's like, okay, I got my old astronomer gear in the closet. <laughs> um, but it was cool seeing her take over the role of astronomer again. And But yeah, it did, it did kind of seem out of left field, but it made sense at the same time. Yeah. Giving the timing of the team up and stuff. And it was a cool scene to see her and Turkina square off, since Turkina's like the new her in the yeah, season. basically. Like, and it was, she was like, you're no longer astronomer, you're no longer badass, and Corona's like, fuck yes I am. And I just would have liked her to keep the powers in the end and be the one to come back and lights, ga- lights, lights galaxy, <laughs> lightspeed rescue. Lights galaxy is the Megazord when the Omega Megazord gets lights of Orion. <laughs> but well, I, yeah, love I agree, she's a really terrific pink. Yeah, and... not, this is unusual for me not to be like, Sounds sexist, but usually the females aren't my favorite. I think she was my favorite ranger out of all of them, personally. I could honestly say that. Again, it probably it has to do with the whole space thing. Yeah, exactly. I just love but, space like, so much. I, just, I never really liked the characters in Lost Galaxy or the cast of Lost Galaxy all that much. Yeah. So Her having this space person coming back from space that I did like just kind of like upped them in my book. Yeah. So, so, it was cool. I, I like Carol a lot. Yeah, I'd like to see her return in Power Rangers Go Kaiju, whatever it's going to be. <laughs> um, and they do like her team up thing, and then the, instead of having a ranger thing over her face, it's astronomer, <laughs> or both. Um, so I think we should talk about Magna Defender next. Yeah, he's yeah. just kind of tossed in with allies, but he's important enough to warrant the top yeah, of the list. Yeah, he's kind of like a ranger esque person. Okay, so like I'm gonna, he, I'm going to say this to start. Okay. Uh, Ty, Taiki. That's Taiki. Yuto. There we go. I don't know. I watched Digimon earlier. <laughs> I love the suit of Magna Defender. So Magna Defender suit much. is badass. It is. That's for suits. Like, I'm not a really segment for, for that. Just kidding. For, it actually, it's funny. I made a Xeranos reference considering that Xeranos' concept is a bull. But... <laughs> <laughs> And so is Magna Defender, but it's just so cool. It was like cape and armor and bullhorns. His people. weapon was cool. We'll talk it about was that later. It's like a shotgun. You pull out a sword. <laughs> so cool. Uh, but like the entire story surrounding the Magna Defender was just really, really well done. Yeah, that was probably one of the best parts of Lost Galaxy for me. Like poor little Zika got pwned. Yeah, poor Zika who had a cool little tiny Magna Defender suit. Yeah. <laughs> He was just really fun. Like I'm. He was a of, cool character. He was better than Mike. He was Mike. Fuck you, Mike. You're not the real Mike. Like, I I liked the Magnet Defender so much. Like, he had such a cool, like, dark story for PR. His character was cool. He had like the gradual, like, oh, I hate you, Ranger. He didn't hate him. He was just fighting them to get the lights. Yeah. And then he gradually warmed up. And I would have him rather just stayed around as like a like an allied type character, like, yeah. and, and be the sixth person instead of Mike because that's so predictable and like and it would have been cool to have the Magna Defender around and if they had to get rid of him at the end then he could have sacrificed himself to get the Rangers safely home to the galaxy Mm -hmm. but Magna Defender was one of my favorite characters in galaxy and one of my favorite parts yeah just really cool and he was voiced by fucking Goldar fuck yes not just Goldar but fucking Goldar Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I do love me some Magnet Defender. 
Yeah, Magnet Defender. He was cool. He was cool. He's, he's cool. It's a good episode. It's good. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so uh, Alpha and Decca obviously returned in this because of the whole spaceship thing. Yeah. Uh, Poor which Decca's was nice dead. because, again, this is a badass Alpha 6. Yeah, I love, I love Alpha 6. Kind of got a reduced role in this series, but... Yeah. She wasn't really around much other than to be like, I AI Power Rangers. I <laughs> AI <laughs> But like I said last season or last discussion, Alpha Six new version is my favorite Alpha. Mm-hmm. And um, like he didn't really do much, but I'm glad he was there. Yeah. Because he kind of like it was, it was. This was a really awkward phase. Kind of like Turbo was an awkward phase between changing suits. This was the awkward phase between changing, like just doing a standalone seasons. Mm-hmm. And they were like the last remnants, and it sort of made sense they were there. Yeah. I liked them using the Astro Mega Ship. It bugged me a little bit, but I still liked it. Yeah, like, like I, I agree. Don't... Like I liked it because it brought in familiarity. Yeah. But I didn't like it because that was, that was... the space people's thing. Yeah, that was their home. They cannot touch it. <laughs> well, and it bugged me because why don't they have it? I know. Like, they're zooming around space doing space shit. I don't know why they don't have their ship. I don't know. I think it's you know, the Mark II, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, well, I guess, I don't know, we don't know when Andros got that. But the Morphers were still on the ship. <laughs> Why? That was stupid. How did they get there? They put them there after the no, final I, battle. I mean, how did they get back to the ship to get this? I don't know. I don't remember, actually, to be honest. But, um, I thought, but why would you not keep your powers? What if something goes wrong? That was stupid. What if some, like, dumbass museum worker, like Ben Stiller, finds it in Night of the Museums 3, the Astro Mega ship? He finds the Morphers. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> Decca comes alive. Wait, she's already alive. But it was cool having them back. They didn't do a whole lot, but I'm glad they were there for familiarity. But I, I want the Astro Mega Ship to be the Space Rangers, and they destroyed it because they can't pilot it properly. <laughs> That's not really a character. We're talking about the Astro Megazord as a, a Mega Ship. It's just a character. But it was cool having them there, even if Alpha got shipped back to Earth in a box with a poorly drawn lightning bolt on it. And got a new voice that was terrible. Yeah, pretty much. And got taller. <laughs> um, let's see. So they were the only really ally. Oh, well, Balkan's Balkan Phenomenus next. Yeah, like, their dynamic was really stupid. Yeah, they weren't there that often. They weren't. Like, they almost were not there. Like, honestly, I think Polly was only in, like, ten episodes, maybe. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. I mean, like, not Polly, but, I mean, just the having them there again. Yeah. Like, like it was... I mean, it, with, without Skull, like, they just lost a lot of essence. Yeah, like, it would have been cool to have Bulk and Skull on the ship doing their shenanigans, maybe with Phenomenus looking for aliens actually in space. Yeah. But it just lost its meaning, especially after their high point at the end of uh, Lost... I mean, space. Mm-hmm. Like, just bringing them back t- felt tacked on. It was, once again, good for the familiarity, but it was just it was just too much at this point for me. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. Like they they were just really, really pointless. They didn't do anything for the. It's like Polk and Spike and Power uh, Samurai right now. Yeah, they just have random They're scenes. They're just there. Like it's oh, nice to have them, but they don't do anything. They don't interact with anybody. I don't even remember them talking to anybody from the Lost Galaxy cast. I don't think they did. I don't. Well, I might just not remember things. Wasn't anything I watched, but. But yeah, they were there. For sure, they were there. Yeah, they were there. That's about... Is there any other supporting cast? Um, 
I mean, there was a couple people on the ship, but they were so oh, like insignificant. Commander. Yeah, this is the only one. Stan was a douche. He was. He was a dick. He didn't even notice Mike was gone. What an <laughs> idiot. He was, Mike, you are our top commander. My best student. My protege. I want to make love to you. And then he disappears. Whatever. Well, I think they did mention it, though. That he was gone. They thought he was lost because they blew him up with their own of their bombs. Oh, fuck. We shouldn't have blown our commander up. Oh, well. Where did Mike go? Was... I think he went to get donuts. Okay. <laughs> and then he comes back. It's good to have you back. And your hair. <laughs> and he... I remember there being, like, recognizable, like, ship people. But they didn't do anything except yeah. wear the outfits. And do what they were told. <laughs> that's, what, um, that's what a good... Background character does. But there's... does. Okay, um... Villains. Villains. Oh, villains? Okay. <sighs> I don't know what to think about these guys, like, really. Well, like, as a, as a whole... They were the worst explained villains. Okay, let me go on my little quick tangent about the villains thing quick before we get to discussing them. Okay, so this is a frequently debated topic amongst the Power Rangers fans about how because space was supposed to be the series finale, Zordon's wave of good was supposed to wipe out all evil. People have boiled it down to all... They said it was all evil acting at the time, which is a stupid explanation. Stupid, because they're evil regardless. So that should have gotten Osama right there was that wave of evil, but whatever. Um, But it ended up being John Casey who got him. But, um... My, okay, so all of the other villains... Lost Galaxy has the only villains... Scorpino, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the villains from Lost Galaxy. The only villains that can't be explained away. Okay, Lightspeed. The demons come from Earth. They were sealed away, so they could be protected. Time Force. They're mutants from the future. They're protected. Orgs, sealed away creatures. They're protected. Lothor was just an angry ninja at the time. Just a young, young guy. He was just a rebel, so he didn't count. The Wave couldn't decide whether to kill him or not, so they just left him. Mesogog was... A, an Earth-made villain made from, like, a lab. Grum was too far in the future to count, because evil can totally re-sprout from them, but didn't, like, make everyone happy well, sunshine. See, I don't even think he, like, existed yet. Yeah, he didn't exist. Like, it's too far in the future, so new evil can always sprout out. Grum's too far in the future. Mystic Force. They were from underground in a different dimension. They're protected. Overdrive. For all we know, they could, like, Mulfor and Flurious were just two treasure hunters that got turned into evil fox. And for all we know, the others are from different galaxies. And then, it also, it's been enough time that's passed, and they were more like roguish treasure hunter evil people anyway. Yeah. Daishi sealed away evil a long time yeah, ago. The fear cats were sealed. Yeah, fear cats. Sorry, thank you. Thank you. The, the um, what are they called? Questa. The, They're sealed. Fear cats were sealed, and ninjas are just kind of jerks. And yeah, like two got turn evil because they were greedy. Yeah, so it all happened after the fact, and then obviously Vengex was created by a girl that just wanted to go outside. So every single season, except Lost Galaxy, they were either man-made, too far in the future, or they were sealed away or in a different dimension. Lost Galaxy, they were in our normal space, the Scorpino people. They should have been destroyed. That's why I think that they should have been sucked into the Lost Galaxy at the beginning, because it would have made sense, because that wave just presumably didn't reach another galaxy. I mean, you could technically just say, you know what, he was from another galaxy, he came over here. But it still bugs me, because everything else can be easily explained. Right. Such a nerd. I feel like you should talk for a second now. I feel like Kevin. I've been talking for him. What he said. (laughs) What he said. (laughs) Okay. Like, like, it just, like, you capture that perfectly. Like, everything else can be explained except that. Yeah, like, it, Mutiny can be explained because he's from another galaxy, but not Scorpino. And he had no motivation. He was just running around being angry. Maybe that's why he didn't get killed. <laughs> Maybe he was just angry. Probably. He was probably just... He probably wasn't even evil. He just wanted those sabers for a collection. <laughs> and everyone freaked and then killed him. Poor guy. I feel bad now. 
<laughs> now I feel bad for Scorpius. <laughs> Why do I keep calling him Scorpino? <laughs> what is that? Who is Scorpina? that? Yeah, but I feel like there's somebody named Scorpino somewhere. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. Shut up. Ow, I just hit myself. Oh, anyway. But Scorpius was a horrible villain. He was this fat squid that needed to be on the biggest loser couples. But his wife died. <laughs> but he just was running around like blah, 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 blah. And you can see Furio in his eye. And did, did he even move? No, he moved his tentacles and then somehow he moved to a warehouse where the rangers killed him. Like, he had no motivation. He wanted the Quasar Sabres and then he just was after a bunch of stuff. I just didn't care for him as a villain. And, like, there was no plausible final battle for him. He just sat there and took it. Just like Kevin's girlfriend. Oh, I can make that joke. Sorry, Kevin, from the future who's listening to this. Um, let's see, who else was... Okay, on his... Furio. Furio, like, he wasn't around that long. He was pretty much just, like, Leo's, like, destined rival who died early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he killed his brother. And he was repainted from a Mega Ranger suit, apparently. He looked weird, though. He looked like an egghead, like a flaming egghead. Yeah, I didn't like Furio. He looked like a mutated heat blast. Um, Okay, so, like, there's not much to talk about with the first wave of villains, really. Second wave, Trakina was pretty good because she had good motivation. She was pissed the Rangers killed her dad. Mm -hmm. And she had good motivation. She kind of reminds me of Vivian a little bit. Kind of. And she had good motivation. The training was really cool that she tried to better herself. And when she, like, mutated with Deviat, it was kind of cool. And she had, like, this robot voice. And then her final mutation, like, there was this whole story about how her dad wanted to mutate to look like her, him. And then she didn't want to do it. And then she finally, as a last resort, to beat the Rangers, did. And there was good build-up to that. So I think she was a pretty solid villain. Yeah. I mean, not like, she had really, there was no motivation for them being attacking in the first place. But her motivation after that is what carried the villains. Any thoughts? Are you just going to call her? <laughs> Sorry, just I don't want to like over talk like, you. Scorpius was pretty much useless. Scorpino. It was just there going blah 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 blah. Pretty and, much. Like Trakina was a an intricate character that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Like she had a lot of change. She had growth once Daddy died, and she went through that whole training thing, and then like just grew with the cocoon thing, and then Deviat and all that. Um. So I I really enjoyed Trikina. I thought she was pretty good. Like I don't think she was as good as Astronoma. No, no, not at all. But, but I mean, she it was, was definitely good. It was a good. nice, like, kind of basis off of that character archetype. And it gave uh, the, like motivation to the villains and a purpose for why they were attacking, other than just wanting shiny shit. Right. Um. No, Deviat. He was just a dick. He was just a robot clown dick. He was like he no, was. He, I didn't you know like what? his design at all. You know what? I just totally realized. Deviat is Darkonda, and Villamax is Ecliptor. Basically, <laughs> they fucking copied that shit. Basically, like I, Villamax is pretty neato. But he, he was, but he, he was like Ecliptor. So much better. But... Like Villamax was basically Darkonda. He was just a dick running around deceiving Turkina, and like wanted to take over. And he like ended up just being a part of Turkina. He digicrossed with her. Mm-hmm. Turkina. <laughs> Villain Epimax. Fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> you get the Digi Cross, and then you get like. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> Trakina Cross V. Cross, wait, cross D. I don't know. Uh, but, but so he was just a dick. I didn't like him. He, he looked like a clown robot. He did. I didn't like DVF <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, 
Villamax was a really cool villain. I think he probably cracked like my top ten maybe villains because he was cruel, cruel, cool. Like he trained Devi, Devi, he trained Trakina, and he was like one of the villains with honor. And it was just really cool, and I just liked his his design wasn't bad. He looked like he kind of belonged in Turbo for me for some reason. Yeah. But like he had a he was a cool guy, and like the very like last episodes where. Like, he protected a girl, and she ordered him to, like, kill a bunch of people on shuttles, and he refused and died. Like, it was a really good story. It was basically, like, a Klipter done in a different way. Yeah. Like, like you did the comparison with Tokina. Like, basically, they replicated that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, but it was still done well, and Villamax ended up being a better developed villain, which is one of the reasons, actually, Saban is really good with PR villains, except yeah. when they're copying him. <laughs> but, um, he was good. He was good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Villamax. Like, I, the the entire villain group once Fatass was out of the way. Yeah, he was good. Like, it was really dynamic, and it was really Kegler was that other guy. Oh, the the like fake. I call him fake Finster now because yeah. he's trying to replace Finster. He just ran around like, like waddle. The villain dynamic after Scorpius. Villain dynamic really good. Like, I mean, it wasn't as good as everything that was sped up sped up set up during space yeah but it was a nice replication of that I guess yeah. so basically before they started copying Sentai they copied their own show yeah dude we should totally rip off these guys that's us oh yeah <laughs> but we still it's yeah. a good idea let's do it okay um but yeah but, but I, I ended up liking them, all of them a fairly yeah, decent amount it was especially considering they had no force <laughs> yeah like the they had no force from the future um, like the when when Scorpius <laughs> said that really funny. Like he had no motivation. Like I've said like eight times already. But once they got motivation, it was a good villain group. Mm-hmm. Good dynamics. They brought back Onyx and Steelix. Should have been upgraded to Steelix by now, but whatever. Um, I think that's all. Like the main villains. I think. Oh, Mutiny! Mutiny! Yep, oh, he was man, a pirate. Mutiny was just a pirate. He was. Yeah. I'm a pirate. Like there was really no purpose to him. He's the main villain from Ginga Man, but I used to call it Ginger Man before <laughs> Kevin Ginger talked to Kevin. Man. Ginger Man and Jack Q. That's me. <laughs> but he was there. Like, the whole... They were just a bunch of filler. So the namesake of the series was a bunch of filler of pirates. Those are not true pirates. Captain Marvelous would put you to shame, sir. Exactly. And Captain Jack Sparrow. Dude. But I really didn't like them. I don't really even want to talk about them, but just because they... Thank you. They were just there. They didn't do anything for me at all. Yeah. They didn't further the story at all. They just they didn't detoured. further the story. They were just very, very pointless. Basically, they introduced Corone and the mutiny detoured him for eight episodes, and they had the finale. That's what Pretty happened. Much. The only thing they had was slavery, which is another element we wouldn't see in today's Power Rangers. Although they do poke fun at child labor on iCarly. Um, just talking about designs. There were some pretty weird designs amongst the monsters, like the Elvis thing I talked about at the beginning. That's the only one I really mentioned, the standout monster. Mm-hmm. But they're always as weird PR monsters. They were just kind of generic for me. Yeah. Um, I don't really care for the Stingwingers. They fit the the bill for um, like their whole bug theme. But I never really cared for them, personally. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. The, st- <laughs> the Stingwingers... It was nice that they were another original creation. I like that they were original. They just creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, like, they didn't really do anything for me. They were henchmen. It's not like the Quantrons. Like, I love the Quantrons because they were cool and they had, like, cool noises. 
Yeah, they were so cool. Like, but the stingers were just there, and the putties were like, Matt's like, shut the fuck up! I just want to enjoy my vacation. <laughs> Damn it, Ben, stop getting drunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were there. They were there. Pretty much. And then the pirate villains just look like a bunch of weird spandex-clad pirate people. Oh god, they were so good. The, the <laughs> they were swabbies or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Swabby, something reminded the Marficon so kid. Much. They were stupid. They were so horrifically done. You're stupid. They were, they, they were American, right? No, those are the villains from from Jenga Man. Oh Jenga. God, I've never watched. That's what the pirates were. As far, unless never. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> I like totally covered you up, and it sounded like you were cussing. I'm totally wasn't fucking joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch uh, Jenga Man anyway because I hear it's bad. If I don't like Lost Galaxy and Ginga Man's supposed to be bad. Japan loved Lost Galaxy, apparently. Really? That's because it wasn't Ginga Man. Apparently it wasn't Ginga Man. Ginga Man. Ginga Man must be really bad. They're like, oh, it's not Ginga Man. Love. It must be good. <laughs> Love. Alright, so I think that wraps villains, right? Yeah. Uh, on to... Suits? Suits, yeah. Um. I don't like them. <laughs> I like the helmets. The helmets I do like. I'll give helmets, you that. The helmets the, are cool. Like, the pink one sometimes looks odd with, like, the yellow eyes, like, in certain angles. But I love... Not love, but I like the helmets. They all, But the suits look like a... They look like one of those, like, fan fiction suits people make on the actual threads where they... You know, they use those... I've done a bunch of those because that's fun. But, like, you use that template and you make your own ranger team. Uh, that's what it looks like. It gets all, like, white, squiggly lines, and then a few dabs of color. They're way what? Oh, yeah! I forgot about that joke. Like, the the suit design of the uh, anything below the helmet looks just stupid. It looks like it was designed it's by a child. Just, it looks horribly generic. It really like, does. Most of the Showa era Sentai's have better suit designs than Gingaman does. Because they were more like like the like, space and stuff was more like a simplistic design that looked good. This was just simplistic. Yeah, it was like horribly simplistic. Yeah, but the helmets were good though. But yeah, I do agree. That I like the helmets, and I already told you how much I. Yeah, we, over we already. Defender. We already faffed over the Magnet Defender. How cool he is! Like he's like, rider esque, awesome. Yeah, that's probably why you like him. Probably. Well, I like him too. I like Magnet Defender. He's cool, cool weapon. Um, so that's it for so- suits. Yeah, uh, we kind of discussed villain suits as we went. So. Yeah, gear. Um, I love the, the Quasar sabers. The Quasar sabers are the shit. They Even are- if you have yours missing a medallion, and you still want to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Quasar Sabers. They're so cool. Like, like, I, want, I want a prop-sized Quasar Sabers. I know. Like, the, the whole, like I said, the whole origin, like pulling them out of the, the stone like Excalibur was cool. I loved them. I loved that they was like their primary source of power in their weapon, and it was really important, and it was just cool. Yeah. It looked great. Um, the Morphers? I didn't really care for the Lost Galaxy Morpher. It was like the most generic morpher in I the world. I hate the morpher. It's probably my least favorite morpher. It probably is. Like it's just the most generic morpher. Like it's like a big like knob with a button, <laughs> and it's got like a light, and it just didn't make sense. It's, it's it kind of reminds me of like the Ultimatrix, except stupid. Yeah, pretty much, and it doesn't turn you into one million nine hundred three thousand aliens. Yeah. Plus ultimate forms, it just turns you into Charlie Brown. <laughs> just kind of. It'll, it only scans. That's the only one in the code on stream is Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Magnet Defender's Morpher was the Die Ranger Changer. Yeah, I always love saying that because it rhymed. 
I didn't really care for either change or whether it's in Die Ranger or Galaxy. Yeah, I don't like that change. I don't change. like that one really all that much. It's I don't own stupid. it or anything, but that's one of those like old Sentai changers. I'm not gonna pay seventy bucks for. Give you two dollars for it. <laughs> it was just dumb. The morphers weren't great this season at all. How about that repackaged Turbo Morpher though? Oh, that was the best. One. Hot. Sexy. Um, trans daggers. I didn't. I didn't hate them, the, but they were a unique idea. Yeah, they were okay. Like, I didn't like them when I was little because the toys sucked. Yeah. And that was the only thing that mattered to me when I was little. Yeah. Like, the Quasar Saber was the shit. Like, it was, it was like, it was sized for my little child self. And it was all, like, <laughs> flick and it extended. I'm like, yeah! Shuki. That's I love when I flick things and they extend. <laughs> oh, that sounded like a Kevin comment. <laughs> But, like, the trans dagger was just, like, this little bulky thing with, like, no yeah. handle. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, it... I threw it, it in a box. It's okay. Like, I like the idea behind, like, this one little, like, knob dagger transforming into a bunch of different weapons. <laughs> but it was it was okay for me. It was alright for me. It was, a little, it was a little bland. I think you need to kick it up next week, dog. But it was just okay. Like, I like the idea behind it. Yeah. Reds, you basically just pull the knob down and create yourself a little sword. I don't know. Blue's blue's just a claw. They couldn't think of anything else. They're just claw. have these two things stick out and him just attack people. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense for a gorilla. Um, they had I don't quasar launchers. Those were those look like Pringle cans. They did. Like I didn't like them because it didn't fit the whole ancient deal. It, it really didn't. They were like little like, zookas. I'm like like quasar launchers. I'm like oh pop top or Kringles logo. Kringles. 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 Just Kringles. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that common writer, Bert. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> I didn't care for him. Um, Lights of Orion. It was an alright power-up. I mean, it was one of our first power-ups that we Yeah. Had. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, I like coloring about him. First. <laughs> but like, one, rather. Oh, yeah. But I just really didn't... I didn't care. Like, I didn't hate him, but I didn't like him. Like, it, it, like it made the Quasar Saber have extensions, it gave them a shiny belt, and it made them have this really weird, like, buck teeth thing sticking off their hand. It always reminds me of two front buck teeth, and they just punched with it. <laughs> and it gave them the power to all form into one ball of light and destroy shit. But it was just okay. Um, they got those cycles. The Astro Cycles? Can't steal that name, jerks. Like they they were totally like the idea like they looked okay they were like they were cycles with the animals heads on the front of them like every cycle from here on out yeah they looked okay but you could just tell they're obvious product placement pretty much really what to talk about other than they were there just like the battleizer the battleizer for this season was dumb it didn't fit in what? with theme at all yeah, the battleizer was awful like it was like oh epic ancient lost galaxy hey here's two cannons and some slippers I don't understand the point of the slippers I agree with Linkara what is their fascination with slippers. I, and even without like the theme fitting, it was a stupid idea for a battleizer. Yeah, they give like everyone slippers. Seriously. Um, and then one of the things I can think of with the battleizer was the Leo had a cycle that was like a capsule, like it was, yeah. it's like, a, and that was I think that was from Sentai. I feel like it was. Probably. But it was okay. I hate the jet jammers. The jet jammers are a disgrace to the galaxy gliders. <laughs> it wasn't as cool because you didn't get to surf. Well, yeah, it's just stupid. They're like, how can we copy our own show again? Let's just have them like, be like floating go-karts. Okay. Cool. I just didn't care for them. Like, the arsenal was pretty, like, abysmal for me. Magna Blaster. Magna Blaster. Oh, yeah! 
That was badass. Because it was like a shotgun, and then you pull a sword out. It honestly was one of my favorite weapons. That's really cool. Like Still is. the mag, the magna blaster, and the quasar sabers were the coolest thing. Everything else was really weak for me. Yeah, I completely agree, hundred percent. Really, I usually do, but <laughs> pretty much. Kevin's opinion is like Maya's boobs, <laughs> hot, chiffin, chiffin. They're in the best arsenal. Um, milk cannon, Bristol cannon, Bristol cannon. Um, so. Swords next, right? Yep. Yep. Meh. Didn't really like any of them. Yeah, like, the Galactabee's concept... was okay, that's about it. Because it's from the Magna Defender. The Galactabee's concept, it's like, it's nice that they have a different concept. I never cared for the concept of them having living animals, and then, like, merging with them. I always liked the idea of them piloting stuff. Yeah. But, like, the Galactabee's, they they looked really bad-ish when they were animals, and like, what the hell? It raised the Transdagger up and it coats them in metal? I don't know. And they looked even uglier once they got transformed into mech. And then the Galaxy Megas are just okay. Like, I don't hate it. Like, fuck, I hate that shit. I want to punch it. But it was just okay. Yeah, I don't hate it by any means, but it, like you said, it's just absurd. really bad. They didn't know what to do with the Condor. It, like, lied on its back and then they just launched it at people. And that was okay. Like, the Torozord was cool. I liked it. It was probably my favorite of the whole thing. Because, like, Magnet Defender got this cool red armor, and then it merged with it. Mm-hmm. And it looked decent. The um, Lost Galactic Beast was the... Was, what was it? The Xeon Zephyr Megazord? The Carrier Zephyr? What is it? <laughs> Zenith? Yeah, there we go. Zenith. <laughs> and then there was the... The Rhino. Yep. The... Stra- straddle Stratus- force. <laughs> straddle force. <laughs> oh yeah. Straddle force and the other one, the red, the rhino. <laughs> red. I didn't like those at all. They were I, stupid. I straddle forgot they existed. Like, like the zenith is like I'm a giant shark that raises up, and then the rhino's like, bruh, li- like my legs come together like the siren builder. Well, not really. That's not what the siren builder does. Uh, I didn't like the concept of, like, the Galactic Beast being turned into these unrecognizable... Centaurus ra- Megazord. There we go. They're like these random machine parts. Like, they were trying to be five individual mech that transformed into a beast because they were, like, reef-configured. Yeah. And I didn't like that idea. The Stratoforce was probably the coolest looking of the three. Yeah. Like, I didn't mind the, the design of that one. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just didn't like their entire concept. Yeah, like, the whole, like, oh, they're, they got reconstructed into ships. Yeah. And I just... Like overall, like the Stratus Force looks the coolest, but overall they were really weak. The Zord lineup was really weak in this season too. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. My throat is so dry. I need some water. <laughs> pretty bad. Bokesha, Centaur, Straddle Force. Me- no, he's Italian. Gaja, <laughs> Straddle Force. Oh God, that's better. Okay, but yeah, pretty weak. Um, so, uh, music. The Lost Galaxy theme is pretty good. I don't mind the theme at all. I kind of like the theme, actually. Yeah, I like the Lost... It was pretty epic. Like, one of my friends in high school, like, really loved it. He thought it was, like, the most epic shit ever. It's like, Power Ranger! Lost, Lost, Lost Galaxy! That was horrible. <clears throat> like, it was a good theme. The background music-wise, they pretty much dropped. Yeah, like, once they stopped using Ron for Lost. the background music, like, yeah. everything just kind of went... Like, because... Space didn't use them like hardly at all, but they did have like, you know, themes for individual things like Go Power Ranger. They had like a Silver Ranger theme. And, um, 
Lost Galaxy basically had one track. It was do 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 That's what it was. They played that music for every situation. That was it. And it kind of bugged me. Like I don't I didn't like that back. I mean, sure, it fit with the theme of like the main theme, but it bugged me. And it was just it really dropped off in quality. Like it it fit the tone, but I didn't like the tone. Tone sucked. Your tone suck, bitch. Ah, sorry, don't <laughs> so drive lying under the fan with my mouth open, constantly talking. There we go. So, final thoughts? I didn't like it. <laughs> Neither did I. Like, I honestly didn't like Kiefer, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, sorry, Kiefer. We love your comments, and thank you for posting them again. In but, fact, in no, your no, comments, no. please say what you liked about Galaxy, because I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have to do that thread thing, too. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, well, I know, but shut up. Don't you ever cut me off right, again. People that really, really liked Galaxy, please say why you liked Galaxy. Like, yeah. they're not going to hate you again. I'm just curious. Yeah, me too. Like, Because everyone has seasons they like and don't like. Like, There's people that I hate because they don't like RPM because that's just stupid. But there's people that like – like some people like Overdrive and some people like Galaxy and some people don't like those, like me. Yeah. Like, there's there's some for everybody. Some people like uh, Ghost Sager's. I think Osager was okay in the end. Well, anyway, anyway, Lost Galaxy, like it just had so many good concepts that went nowhere. Yeah, like it, like Ghost, it's like Ghost Age is a perfect example. So many ideas I loved, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work out. Like, it's funny because I I do remember Lost Galaxy a lot because I watched it, rewatched it quite often on reruns and then rewatching the bits. But when I'm going through these, there were certain seasons I thought would hold up better. Zeo didn't hold up as good as I thought it would. Turbo held up a lot better than I thought it would. Space stayed the same awesomeness. Lost Galaxy was even worse than I remembered. Because especially the pilot. The pilot really got me mad with how random it was. Right. It just so many good ideas. They weren't done well. The pilot was so random. And then Sunny quit because she went on a drug problem. And I just didn't like it overall. It just had too many problems for me. It's probably one of my least favorites. Yeah, like it's still toward my bottom scale, honestly. Yeah, like it it has it has moments. Yeah, like there's things I love about it, but like just there's so much wrong with it in my opinion that it just wasn't really that enjoyable to me. It had its Ever. moments, like Night of Defender and and the whole concept. I have to say though, like, there's several parts I've had to bring up in the story, like that space thing. But I hated that Miranoi was the new world. That bugged me. That was dumb. That was not like the same thing that happened with Mike. Is it's so predictable? It should like because now they're like, oh, we want a world that's not touched by beaches. Yeah, dirtied by those savages. It's not new. They've been rubbing their feet all over your beaches. Like, oh, I don't. I didn't like that at all. That ruined it for me in the end. Because the whole like idea of a new world was all majestic, and they ruined it. It was just overall a pretty. Like I, I, it was one of my least favorites, but it was overall just an okay season if you just look at it objectively. Because yeah. it had its moments and its concepts, but overall, just from the, the the arsenal and the zords and the music being weak to it just being a mess, it was just meh. Like, between designs, story, production, music. It was characters. trying way too hard to be a new space, and it didn't work. Yeah, I think it was trying too hard to be something that it wasn't, so it just ultimately oh. failed in the end. Ultimate fail. Ultimate honeydew. But, yeah, that's that's it for Lost Galaxy. Sorry, for Kiefer, again, but just let us know what you like about it. Yes. Should we segue that into our final things? 
good old stock. <laughs> so, um, all right. So there's a couple things going on here. One, um, it'll be already up at this point because I'm going to do it tomorrow. But um, I want to do it tomorrow. I forgot who said it. I apologize in advance. I feel like it was Chris. I think it was Chris. Yeah, it was yeah. Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, hey, Chris. Any- anyway, he brought up the idea that a lot of people agreed with in the Heroes on Demand section. I think that's the, what the third one is. Um, I'll make a like a talk thread about uh, Lightspeed Rescue since that's our next one. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing this in the podcast section, but I think it would just fit better in the appropriate PR section. Yeah. But uh, I'll I'll make a discussion thread there and pilot kinda, like Lightspeed Rescue re- re- uh, retrospective Ranger rambles in parentheses or something. Yeah. So, yeah. And just kind of voice off your opinions about uh, Lightspeed Rescue, what you liked, what you didn't re- like. Wow. Didn't like. <laughs> like and uh, then when we get toward the end of the final thoughts of yeah. ours. Um, we'll read off some of the better uh, little quick summaries and thoughts about things just to kind of get some audience interaction with the show because that's something we really haven't done the past year. And some contra- like some contrasting opinions since Brian and I just like agree on everything. Yeah. We're and Kevin of- agrees to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed, Daniel-san. Because <laughs> like, it would be nice, like he just said, it would be nice to have uh, you know, fan interaction and also... Just having opinions that differ, and then we can like argue against them, sort of. Not like argue, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So there's that. So go voice off your opinions about Lightspeed Rescue, and <laughs> we'll go ahead and have fun with that on the start of season two. Yes, Lightspeed Rescue. Uh, the signal thing. is calling. No, it's not. A planet is falling. Fuck, catch it! <laughs> catch it! It's falling. Uh. Um. If you have any ideas of something we could do for our anniversary next week, go ahead and mention it in the here. We're d- thinking about possibly trying to do something live. Yeah, we just can't figure out the show. right um, I know Zarin Zephyr and his crew at uh, Radio Nihon do it like every Monday. They do a live thing. But I, I need to talk to them still. I'm pretty sure they do it in the same room, and obviously we can't do that. Yeah. So I don't think we can use the like the the site that they use so we would have to try to think of something we would have to set up like a Ustream and have like two of us as co-hosts mm-hmm. and do something like that uh, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head but, but we want to do something we're just but yeah we want to do something special because it is the year anniversary and like a live thing would be great for us to be there and you guys can ask us questions and what we think about certain topics and hopefully you can watch Kevin sleep. Yeah, that'll live. be fun. If live, you can hear live. <laughs> um, and if you have any other ideas outside of a live show, maybe something we haven't th- thought of, that'd be great. Yeah, like, I'll go ahead and post it. Or something in uh, addition to it. There, there's a chance, like, so, since we have to work around schedules and stuff, that something that we do for our anniversary might not actually happen next week. Yeah. It might happen it, the week after it, it could or, be anywhere in the vicinity, depending on like, schedules and yeah, anywhere planning. within like a month of our anniversary. So just so, give us a grace period. Yeah, just to kind of kick off our our season two, so to speak. The streets. So if you have any sort of ideas for something special we can do, go ahead and post them, and uh, we'll discuss it and figure out the uh, the best thing to do. Um, the next little bit that we want to 
go Discuss over. the summaries. Uh, is on the Ramboids, we currently have a poll in the podcast section about the the state of the summaries, so to speak. Uh, obviously, uh, if I did a really shitty job on editing, I apologize because today's summaries were atrocious. <laughs> uh, Except for yours, yours was good, and mine was good. Fuck yeah, wink. <laughs> fuck yeah, wink. <laughs> Replies with a fuck yeah, and wink. But, um, like, the things, the thing about this, I ran out, they're just getting way too long. Yeah, like, I mentioned convoluted. in the thread that originally, when we started this podcast, we weren't planning on doing summaries. We were just planning on discussing them. But Kevin went on a tangent, like the first time I ever talked to Brian. <laughs> And he summarized it, and it was a really sh- short and funny, like, parody of the episode. Because if you're listening, either you're doing his, it because you enjoy his listening. His summary of, like, two episodes took eight minutes. I know. It's like, because, like, if you're listening, either you just, like, like being entertained by us. So several people that just say, you know, I need something to listen to when I'm on the train or something. That's cool. Or if you've seen the episode, you usually skip it because you don't want to hear a 15-minute retelling, like, a book on tape of what you just heard. Because that's what I liked about the beginning. It was like a parody. It was funny. Uh-huh. But so not only do we want to change it for you guys, but we want to change it for us because to be brutally honest, it kind of gets me tired. Like I'm all pumped for the podcast and then the summaries roll around. That's 45 minutes that I'm sitting here getting tired and then I have to get re-energized again to get excited for stuff. And then after Kevin's done, he just passes out. Yeah, (laughs) he can't handle it anymore. It's just we've got we've got four options set up. Option A is get rid of them completely. And just do a discussion. So we're like, okay, let's discuss O's 34, and then we'll just talk about whatever happens in 34. Yeah. Uh, option B is a kind of a bullet point system to where if nothing ha- important happens in the episode, like the Gokaiger episode where they they went on the ship, like the only real thing that you could mention in that episode was that like, I don't even think there's anything. Yeah, like we would just talk about if any major events happen. But just like, say nothing of major importance happened in this somebody episode. Somebody die. And then like a very brief Jason's hair. brief summary of it, just like they snuck on the ship to get back. Like the Comcast summary. Comcast, like DirecTV, when you push info, that's what we would do. Right. Like Chuck has to stop Vivian from being a crazy bitch this week on Chuck. Yeah. So something like that. That's our option B. Uh, option C is basically... If you enjoyed my samurai summary this week, that's option C. What that was is I wrote, I watched the episode, I took notes on certain things, and then I wrote a brief little retelling of it, and uh, that lasted probably about five and a half minutes. I don't really know because I haven't edited it yet, and we kind of went off in tangents here. There. It was, yeah, it was probably about five minutes without the tangents. But basically, the goal is to be less than ten minutes. Yeah, basically. I'd actually, yeah, even less than that, depending on the so episode. So if you enjoyed the samurai summary this week uh, please throw your vote in for option C because that's basically what it would be uh, I enjoyed it only because I got to write and I like writing so I didn't mind that completely I don't know how anyone else will deal with it I know Dawson did a pretty good job on his O's thing while he was doing some test runs even if I was really fast and shark and sound out interrupted me just saying like, I have no idea how Kevin's going to react because he fell asleep and he's not here to discuss things with us. But, um, so I don't know how he's going to do with things. But, uh, anyway, and then option D is just keep them exactly as they are. Kevin will be in charge. He'll go for 15 minutes. So, anyway, Wait, what? I was going to say, I really don't want option D to become true. <laughs> I can't go back to the way it was after I've seen Hope. 
Hello? Regardless, it's there. I know. I'm just saying. So yeah. basically, moral of the story is don't vote option D. <laughs> uh, vote option B or C. Right. If you really don't want to see him. Like, if we get an overwhelming response to not do the summaries at all. Like, I still but, want to do something. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. I don't really like A that much. I'd rather have A than D. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, uh, voice off there. Uh, you can voice off in the comments for this one, too, but... Yeah, we appreciate vote and then leave comments if you want. Just Yeah, please know. leave comments. Don't just vote and leave. It'd be really nice yeah. to explain why you think a certain way. Just because that helps us. We're being needy again, but... Yeah. Uh, it, it really does help, so... Speaking of that, I appreciate all the people that commented this week. Yes, thank you, everyone yeah, on the Ramboids. I love the fact that you did that. I really we, we, appreciate that. We actually got a thread up to two pages about the podcast. Like, we seriously look forward to that. Like, you, you have no idea how happy I get when I see there's new posts in the podcast stream. Like, yay, people listened. Yeah. So, so uh, leave, keep leaving feedback. Yeah, keep leaving feedback. Do exactly what you did last week, because it was so overwhelmingly awesome. Yeah. That uh, and it, it really helped kickstart the whole we need a revamp for season two thing. So, and and speaking of like revamp for season two, we're not changing anything. Just the summaries. That's about it. Just, that's the only thing that's just revamped. Just the style of how we're going to do summaries. Just I might get a new haircut. So, you won't see it because so, you can't see me. <laughs> out of hand. But uh, we're not changing anything. Yeah. Really. Just we're, just the summaries. We're still the same group of fucked up people. Yeah, well, we appreciate that you love us. We appreciate all the love comments. <laughs> That's his new thing. We That's even his started new... earlier this week. We started like an hour earlier than we normally do, and he still passed out. It's because he doesn't really watch Samurai. Shh, it's a secret. But yeah, thank you again to everybody who commented. And thank you to everyone that's participating in the Ramboards, period. Yeah, like, if you haven't yet, check it do out. So. It's actually yeah. growing quite rapidly. Yeah, it is, and like the others... But amongst the people that are there, there's a nice little discussions going on about stuff like iCarly and Chuck, Chuck and Fringe, even the last I two posts, money. and our podcasts, and it's awesome. You should check it out. Yeah, you should. It's awesome. Yeah. Is that is that all we have to talk about? Yeah, I think that I think that was everything we needed to address. We needed to address. So official. Oh God. Now I'm obligated to think of something funny. Bokisha! <laughs>